0: hello everyone and welcome to the super show podcast episode number 85 i'm your host for this week jamie and joining me i'm very glad to be able to say is my brother in arms on the front lines of gaming on the battlefield of video games chris christopherson welcome buddy good to see you thank you buddy please don't use my my real name use my stage name please I've just put your government name out on record you doxed out on blast. Me, dude.
1: Come on. There we go.
0: Everyone Google Chris Christofferson comma London and find out everything you need to know about the man, the myth, the legend himself. Wow. Thank you very much for being here, Chris. But mm. I'm glad to be able to say that we're not alone this week because we are joined by another living legend. <laughs> Straight out of the critically acclaimed just interesting podcast. Ooh. He is I think actually if I'm not mistaken the first ever two-time guest in super show podcast is that history. right wow oh, that's a privilege um, i think that might be the case um you might know him as the frugal gamer <laughs> but me and his friends know him as martin ruffle martin welcome
2: hello hello well, thank you for having me <laughs> and I, I imagine that probably the frugal game actually exists in a different capacity so don't look that up because i imagine that that does probably exist <laughs> there's but, um, be someone yeah. else entirely yeah, yeah exactly no yeah. pleasure to be here and um thank you for inviting me on in jamie's absence i hear that he's gone to rescue a child where's jamie well. gone
0: wow jamie jamie of uh, jonesy that's, that's really embarrassing
1: oh jo- jonesy oh, i was yeah, I mean, worried Apologies. for a second <laughs> i was
0: like where where, where'd jamie go someone might listen to that and presume that perhaps like this is one of those things where it's like a you know a digital friendship that perhaps we met as fellow partners <laughs> don't know that much about each other's lives i have no what idea who you are know is that <laughs> martin chrissy and i have known each other for about eight years now and so there really is yeah. uh, no forgiveness for what you've just done um
2: there's no excuse so there's no excuse apart from yeah. apart from the fact that uh, you know just just had a new child just started a new job i'm pretty tired and you guys start much later on this podcast than I'm used to on, yeah. you know, the, the podcast that I do as a as no, that as is true. weekly event.
1: The, the just interesting podcast. Tell us about it. And, I'm a
2: patron. Oh, oh! I thought you never asked. Yeah, no, just interesting. I mean, it, it does what <laughs> yeah. it says on the tin. We uh, cover topics that are not boring and not too interesting. They're just interesting. So there we go, Martin. Would well, you? Okay. I mean,
1: would you mind if I start a competitor called just just really
0: boring?
2: Do it. Do it. Yeah. No, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Sounds good.
1: We can have
0: a bit yeah, of a rivalry going good. on. Yeah, I like it. Mm. I know which one I'd support. I'm not going to lie. Um, one of them sounds at least a little bit more appealing than the other on face value. <laughs> and that's the Just a Little Bit Boring podcast. I'm a new patron. <laughs> I'm pl- proud to announce my patronage. Now, um, everyone going out, I going, would like to think a lot of you would have already, because the Just Interesting boys have been our... our our brothers in arms on the podcasting front for many a month now. Hell but yeah. Yes, if you haven't already, go and check out everything Martin and the boys do um, over at Just Interesting on YouTube and on podcasting platforms of your choice and if that sounds familiar that's because that's kind of the same spiel we say at the beginning of every week too about (laughs) our podcast which is the one that go figure you're currently listening to that's right it's the Super Show (laughs) we're available on YouTube we're available on podcasting platforms of your choice we're available on social media platforms like Twitter where you can find us at the handle at Super Show Pod so by all means get involved like and follow the podcast if that's an option if you can rate then maybe rate the podcast and if you're on YouTube then there's all kinds of ways you can engage with us you could leave a comment for example we sometimes read them and we even pick out comments of the week at the last minute just before we start recording <laughs> the next week's podcast because we are so in tune with our community hell yeah you can, we, boys. Should pro- we should probably start replying to some of those comments to be fair <laughs> i used to do it all the time and then it, you know, it's can I? T- this is. A, it sounds like a bad excuse, but it's the only excuse I've got. I usually get the impulse to do it at like three or four a.m. in the morning. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'll wait till the next day, and then
1: yeah, the yeah. Gone. I'm I'm the same as you. Uh, but can I give people a little bit of a a behind the scenes, an Easter egg, if you will? If you hmm. watch, like, I don't know, I don't know if you've seen those things where uh, they'll take part two parts of of like. A series of movies let's say two two different movies or tv show or whatever and and we we even did it where you synced up the previous the separate trailers of death stranding and if you sync them Mm. up at a particular point something will happen in the one trailer and then it'll transfer and and affect something in the other trailer well the easter egg for you is if you listen to this podcast while simultaneously listening to the just interesting podcast (laughs) we're in we're totally in sync it makes 100 percent like sense.
0: Wow. It, it's yeah. it's uh, quite yeah. spooky how we've achieved this. So go go mm. try it out. Uh just don't tell them, Chris, what happens when you take the latest Patreon exclusive piece of content that the Super Show produced, the latest <laughs> piece of Patreon exclusive <laughs> content that Just Interesting have produced, and the latest trailer from Hassan Karaman and Blue Box Studios <laughs> is abandoned. Oh yes and play all three of those at yeah. the same time. <laughs> Basically uh, it, it turns out Yeah. You die, but you come just before you die. So interesting. See, I was going to say you die. Swings around. Yeah. Uh,
1: swings around. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I was going to say that uh, you get a knock
1: on your door, and uh, Hideo Kojima is there, and all he yeah. all he says is seven days, and then he walks away, and then in seven days' time, just random point of the day, you bust a nut, but then the jizz pulls up and it just says Hideo Kojima. Mm.
0: abandoned oh and that's the point yeah abandoned and yes abandoned. also as you're nutting hideo kojima returns strangles you to death and you realize you're actually caught up in a seven day loop ah. right and you have to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on i like and it. we're now starting to tease stuff that's going to come later on in the podcast <laughs> so i'm going to stop doing that <laughs> hey. look martin yes i'm a big fan of what you and the J.I. boys do, and I didn't invite you on here just to put you to shame, but there is one way that the uh, the Super Show has a leg up on what you guys are doing at the moment. Okay, okay, go. And that is, I don't think, in all honesty, you can say, hand on heart, that you are internet radio porn stars. Am I right? No,
2: this is true, this is true. I mean, we're not big in Scot- Scottish radio, so you know where, where are we big if we're not big thing, in scottish
0: not radio the, exactly that's that in fact that's the age-old expression my mother had that stitched in a pillow if you're not big in scottish radio where are you big and we are big in one specific tiny portion of scottish digital radio and that's paisley radio folks over at paisleyradio.com if you wanted to tune in and listen and get involved it's uh, being broadcast into your ears at Thursdays at 10 PM. If you miss it, it repeats on Mondays. That link once again, paisleyradio.com. If you want to catch a live, unfiltered, and technically identical to what you're listening to right now version of the Super Show, that is the place to be. Right,
1: very good, Jamie. Shall we, um, Jamie? Sorry, before yeah. before we carry on, just want to give you an update on our on our charts, and uh, we, oh, we've yes. actually climbed climbed up on the Irish Apple Podcasts. Uh, Slot And we are now number 31 for video games wow. as a category. That's, that is very yeah. good.
2: That is very good.
1: In Well, you, you say it's pretty good, but on Apple Podcasts, we are number 208
0: in Australia.
2: I mean... Still sounds pretty good. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm worried now, though, Chris. Yeah. I mean, Paisley Natives cover your ears, but... Uh... Are we in the wrong nation? Should we be? On, should we, we be Irish radio? Like, should we be on Kilkenny Radio?
1: Kilkenny Radio.
0: I don't think they'd have us, to be honest.
1: I think we kind of sure. lucked out with Baisley Radio.
2: I think there's I a, there's think, a fair amount yeah, of blasphemy do. going on, and you know, Ireland's still a fairly heavily Catholic country. You've got to be got to be quite careful with these things.
0: Okay, I, I thought you were saying we were blasphemous for like n- not being loyal to Paisley Radio and I thought you were well, trying to say blasphemous. You went into your own Paisley Radio deal huh? Say <laughs> so this is the thing when podcasts come together, the elbows do come out You true. know where else elbows come out? Mm. Is in the classic first person shooter death matches against your friends and what better game to celebrate classic death matches than in the old school smash hit Quake
2: Quite uh, sound quake. familiar, Martin. I think you, I need oh, you need to
0: take a shot
1: for that laboured segue. Shall we all have a drink? Is that? What che- I mean, is? it's not non-alcoholic, mind, but yeah, cheers. I
0: think Martin's the only person actually with the balls to drink.
2: It looks like before. juice. Yours look more like beers than this, probably, but uh, but it is what it is.
0: Actually, yeah. If I hid the giant M, the yeah. devil's horns upside yeah, down, it just... looks
2: like a beer can for those for those. Uh, What's this could listeners. be like, a,
0: like like a carling yeah. or something?
2: What is that? Mm, or a, you got there, a that red
1: stripe that, that is literally just Coke Zero oh
2: Oh, new, new can is that a new can I don't know if they've changed it, it the last Coke Zero can, can, red can red I had was like yeah. a black can with red writing they've just they've gone all out and created a red can with black right. writing oh
0: Martin you don't know the half of it that's not just a new can I... that's new Coke Zero
2: yeah it's a, it's a new Bro. taste now it's the same it's, though, isn't it? I don't it's always like the it. same you just taste the same always. What's the difference? No, nah, no, no. This
1: does taste different. And you know what? I never noticed it until Jamie pointed it out. And ever since he's pointed it out, I, I can't untaste the difference.
2: What did you point out? I'm
0: intrigued. Say it, Chris. Say the word. What? Oh. I thought you were going to point out the flavor that I recognized. Uh, that's, that's
2: what I'm wondering. What does it taste like? It Just uh, more aspartame so when
0: I, I, I... <laughs> no, almost the opposite. Now Chris is obviously drinking it as we speak, so mm. he's going to have to back me up on this. Mm-hmm. I remember when I started drinking them, I was uh, pleased at first, and I started getting a weird note that I couldn't get out of my head, and then eventually went off it altogether. And it was almost like a a spice note. I think, like a kind of yeah. like a cinnamony yeah. kind of flavor, but it's not cinnamon. I think I know what it is. I think it's clove.
2: Clove, you know
1: what? like it's something like that. Clove, yeah.
2: I mean, you know the the,
1: are, the spice that you do in your Christmas ham.
2: They do, they do, they do add spices to to Coke, though. It is that's that is what it is, right? It is pretty much sugar yeah, but and it's spice. Think, yeah, nice Yeah, I think like hmm.
1: cloves have probably always been in Coke, but it's just like the the levels are just kind of a bit weird, man.
2: They've just gone. Yeah. They've yeah. gone Dr. heavy on the went. clove game.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you like, know, you know how they made the Sugar Puff girls or whatever they were called.
2: <laughs> yeah. Power Puff, Power Puff. Sugar puff girls, what? That's that's the ones, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that's like generally the, the animated intro to that, where he's like, Oh no, I put too much clothes and now the these girls have come out of it. And they're witches. I think. Exactly. I, I think it's a very don't. similar
2: process. I don't remember I don't remember that, well, I've got to be honest, but I take your word for it.
0: Do you know what, Martin? Making a Coca-Cola, even a Coca-Cola-like product is a unique kind of alchemy. And you know what else is a unique kind of alchemy? Making a successful video game. <laughs> and that's exactly what id Software did way back in the day when they revolutionized the first-person shooter scene with their smash hit release, Quake, is that name? Oh, my God, a cat. <laughs> what? Where? That's sensational. You don't that, <laughs> ah,
2: come on, Martin. A cat with Martin's no tail is if anyone rewinds that back on YouTube, you go back a few seconds, you'll see that the cat has no tail. You lost it a few months back. No, Martin, just go, wow. get, just go,
1: get, go get your pussy and, and put it in front of the camera.
2: Whoa, her steady on. Whoa. Terms of Whoa. service, Chris. Come on. Wow. Paisley Radio will be. We've, we've... They'll be, be cutting ties with you. <laughs> Although, having said I mean, <laughs> said, you said much, much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Very
0: true. Very true. Should we actually talk about video games? Yes, Quake. You segue You, segway, Quake. you yeah. badly yeah.
1: segued into it twice. Let's talk about it.
0: Oh, God, fuck, enjoyed, fuck you. You know what? I <laughs> Gladly. Come on over. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, Come well. on over, baby. We can arrange it. Let's put something in the diary. I'll pencil you in. <laughs> Nice. Look, the reason I kept bringing up Quake is because Quake is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. That's mad. Wow wee. I know, Chris, that probably makes you feel old. Like, yeah, I, I... You remember your 28th birthday and getting Quake...
1: Wow. Thanks. Thanks. I'm not that old, thankfully. But no, it's 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 bad because I remember being in the school's computer lab and like sneaking in an installation of Quake. Uh, and we all did it and then we all played Deathmatch. Oh my god, there's that cat again. It doesn't have a tail, you're right. It looks like a little like a yeah. like a cat goat. <laughs> that's really weird. It's just got like a little nubbin.
0: He does have a
2: nubbin, weird. yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah it's a bobcat secretly
1: so here's an interesting fact quake was the game this is going to sound really this is going to fucking super age me but quake was the game that i started playing off purely on keyboard uh huh and quake was my transition game from controlling an fps game entirely on keyboard to then using a mouse and keyboard
0: Nice. Am I right in thinking there was something where you almost. There's one version of the game where you had to use console commands and type in like look" and that would let you use your mouse to actually look around. Something of like course,
1: that.
0: Yeah, because yeah, Quake, obviously, its software were the developers of Doom, which was a very important seminal first person shooter. But anyone who's seen the old school Dooms, which we've seen a lot of lately, thanks to the. Uh, the rebooted franchise, mm-hmm. like it's it's all on one plane, and you kind of allow the Doom guy yeah, to kind of it's, like it's hits scan exactly. But Quake was where they really kind of started to identify where first person shooters would go in the future while maintaining that sort of like fast paced, yeah. sort of deathmatch inspired game,
1: yeah. And I think it was exactly that. I think it was the deathmatch that kind of um pushed forward the idea of mouse aim, but yeah, yeah so I was sure. there, ground zero, fellas. In, in fact, it was me who. You've got me to think for mouse and keyboard, so you're welcome. What can I say? <laughs> oh, there we go. Except you're welcome.
2: I, I had the N64 version of Quake. They brought Ooh. out an N64 version. I think it was the late you're late nineties, and um, and my neighbour brought it round to play. And then it, it was such a bad version of the game that I think he just left it. So uh, so yeah. So I, I remember <laughs> yeah. growing up on that. It must have been like what ninety eight, maybe. It must have been. So Man. pretty are pretty, pretty young at Jeez. the time, but that was fun. Yeah, good game, good game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like everyone's got their own sort of like childhood Quake <laughs> stories. <laughs> Mine is actually, um I completely missed out on Quake and Quake 2, uh, but I bought Quake 3 oh, on the PlayStation whoa. 2. What a game. At a time where... I would just get my dad to buy me games because the cover looked cool or the name looked cool or because I liked violence. And I, all I remember was running around in death matches that were in empty arenas, not really understanding what the game was, even <laughs> if it, if it even had a campaign. Like no, it, it didn't. It didn't have a campaign. Through- there you go. So like, I was a kid just running around empty multiplayer matches. Probably didn't even know how to put b- bots in the game. And That's but I did great. like that one of the characters was an eyeball. So <laughs> that box was ticked. Nice. Um, it's amazing
2: um, as a kid. But how look. I- so I just say, it's amazing as a kid, how much you can just do on your own in these games. I remember playing Michael Owen Soccer two thousand and one, and playing full ninety minute games against no opposition, and just going around around like so. So it'd be you versus another human player I'd set up as. So they didn't do anything; they didn't even move. They just had the keeper, and playing a full ninety minute game, real time, and winning like two hundred and fifty nil, and being like, "That's a good use of my time." Mental. <laughs>
0: Do you, know, do you know what's funny is I can believe it because I've seen my brothers do it. My younger <laughs> brothers. He plays FIFA on the easiest difficulty, which is beginner, but he can play the game like he, he's competitive against me, and so he'll win <laughs> like 30, 40 nil. And you ask him like, "Why are you doing that?" And he goes, oh, do, do "I don't know. Just like scoring goals.
2: Just, just wanted he, to batter he, Bradford for Bradford City. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> And who could blame him, right? Fuck, but no, no, nothing. in no disrespect to Bradford. I'm sure it's a lovely yeah. place. I've been there. Okay. Um, but look, the reason we're uh, bringing up and reminiscing about Quake is because, uh, at the moment, as of today, in fact, an all digital version of the annual QuakeCon event is underway. Um, and I think the somewhat, the somewhat ironic thing is that in recent years, one of the things that hasn't really featured in QuakeCon very much. Is Quake uh, because <laughs> <laughs> you need to make new games for the games to talk about. So, QuakeCon has been dominated by titles like uh, Doom and and Wolfenstein and so on and so forth in recent years. But we can confirm, um, as of a few hours before we started recording, that Quake is uh, making something of a comeback. Um, so, essentially, to celebrate the series' birthday, Quake is being remastered by Night Dive Studios. I wrote down the name of the studio, but I didn't look up what they'd made before. So, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I know what their logo What's looks anyone's like. Guess. There you go. And is it
1: a cool logo? It is. It's actually a fucking cool logo. It's a, like a tentacle coming out of one of those old school, um, uh, like, Big Daddy hat, uh, like helmets. You know
0: what I mean? The diver. Diving oh, yes, helmets. yes. Diving yeah, bells, I know bells what you whatever mean, actually, called. Yeah. Oh, it is and cool. I just have hey, to cool it up. Logo, yeah,
2: right?
0: that is cool. Yeah. So, Martin, if you had to sort of like guesstimate based on purely the aesthetic of that logo, whether or not this is a good remaster, <laughs>
2: Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking. I'm currently looking at like a pretty roll, a low res image of it. But I'm, I'm thinking it's pretty good. Gr- <laughs> okay. It looks kind of grungy indie, so I'm going to say it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Okay, interesting. One for the fans. I might the, be one le- for the OG fans.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay, that's. I mean, who who better to do it for than them? And if you are one of those OG fans who would be looking to pick up this newly renovated version of quake you can look forward to things such as the obvious visual improvements and you know 4k and high frame rates and nice textures online and local multiplayer if you want to do a bit of split screen action and a variety of additional content and on the note of that additional content um, it of course includes the original two expansions that came out uh, after quake was originally released and also get this two expansions created by wolfenstein developer machine games yeah. lots of people were wondering when they saw the quake on schedule why machine games were there at the quake portion of the talk and from what i gather and chris correct me if i'm wrong i don't know, you're probably a bit more in the quake know than me one of these expansions is all new so machine yeah. games have actually created an entirely new expansion for the original quake yeah. that will be packed in with this remaster
1: yeah that's exactly right um Can I can I be like real with you guys for a second? Can I can I cut my heart open and and flay it? Make it
2: raw. Do it, man. Shed shed your skin. For the for the
1: twenty fifth anniversary, I'm a little bit disappointed that they've gone the um, remaster route. Right. I I think like a reboot or a remake would have been a lot better. And I think yeah, I, I think the world kind of like needs it. Sounds a bit stupid, but, you know, like, I, I, I think the world is better off for good Quake games. There haven't been many, to be fair. Uh, like, True. maybe 50% of the Quake games have been good. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of like, it's just a missed opportunity, I feel. And, like, I, so this is cool, but was it, like, maybe two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago. Um, NVIDIA worked with id Software to release Quake 2 RTX. Which was effectively yes. Quake Two, like remastered. I've got, I've got. It came in a CD. They gave it to me. I've, I've got it here at home. It's, it's, it's quality, but it's like, come on, fellas. Like you, you did Quake Two two years ago. Cool. You did. You've done Quake One now. And yes, they're available on Games Pass. Quake One, Two, and Three. That's cool. That's really nice. But as like a big kind of fucking milestone, like a quarter of a fucking century, fellas. Like, come on! Like, just do do the franchise some fucking justice, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, you see the reboots of like uh, of Doom twenty sixteen and Doom Eternal, yeah. and Wolfenstein, and you're like, these are these are of course of the same ilk because they come from the you know the same developers originally, and you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, something at least along those lines would be just amazing and really you know tap into that that obviously huge fan base that's there mm. if they have QuakeCon and they're including yeah bits and pieces from uh from uh, from you know from these other other um other games instead of quake it's like man how massive would that be if they were to create something new and original to mark 25 years but yeah yeah it will come i, rec- I think it will come it will come at some point it will do yeah it's too big a I, I franchise to let it just okay. agree. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah. But it's just just a missed opportunity, I think. And this, it's so, a,
0: bit, a bit sad. I think calling it a missed opportunity, I think that's like fair enough. I like I I get where you're coming from totally. Although there is also like a very selfish part of me and Martin, I don't know if you can kind of like relate to this as someone who I know has played these games as well when they announced that Machine Games would be on the Quake panel and sort of rumbling started yeah, to emerge yeah. about some kind of Quake content, there was a part of me that panicked because I was thinking to myself, there's no way Machine <laughs> Games can reboot Quake, can make the Indiana Jones game that they're scheduled to make, and yet still have time for an actual proper Wolfenstein 3. Yeah. yeah, man. But of course...
2: I, I love the, the, re, the now, rebooted Wolfenstein yeah. series. I love it. Yeah. More, Bro,
0: me, yeah. you and me both. But I guess... <laughs> Obviously, they've still got a task on their hands, making that and India at the same time, but I suppose it makes it slightly more feasible. Martin, we might actually be able to kill Hitler.
2: Yes. Can you believe yes. it? I know, I know. It's always what I've always wanted, <laughs> um, from, well, for, especially from a Wolfenstein game. But it's just uh, the ridiculousness exactly. of it being like historical World War II, and then it's like, oh yeah, and, uh, and spoilers, but yeah, you're going to have your head sewn back on. It's like yeah, let's just mash up those two things and roll with
0: it. I love Um, it. I I still maintain that, you know, if you wanted to sort of, like, boil a game story synopsis down to, like, the key components, like the the plot beats, that Wolfenstein the New Colossus (laughs) has, like, in terms of, like, pound-for-pound batshit craziness, it's maybe, like, the best story. Like, just some of the... There are things that you can say from that story. Um, Like, I was... I, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but like Martin, like, and Chris, you'll know as well. But like, if I just say, like, the audition, yeah, like, I think you've seen sw- encaps- it-, it on the on the on the oh, I, I before, probably right have yet. before because I, I fucking jizz over it every time. <laughs> oh, but so the idea good. that, like, uh, i and yeah, I just I just the, the, the fact that they thought of that up, the fact that you're there in the context you're there for, <laughs> the fact that it's on the planet it's on, which. Even that, (laughs) you were hit about just how Atlantis is. Yeah. Anyway, boys, before we move on from uh, from QuakeCon and all things sort of Bethesda that are going to be rumbling Hmm. on uh, for the next couple of days, there was one more piece of news that just snuck in before we started recording. Because I said QuakeCon is ongoing, and um, brace yourself, Chris, because I know you're a huge fan of the video game Morrowind. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, some would say, Martin, I don't know if this is news to you, but some would say Morrowind is one of Chris's favorite games of all time. Chris, are you in agreement? Yeah, I mean I've i I've, I've got it on uh, Game Pass. Hell yeah, bro. Well, there you go. Are you, well, are you telling me? Are you telling me? <laughs> I'm saying you might want to keep hold of that Game Pass subscription, my friend, because not just from the developers of the Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, but also in the exact same series, later on. They made an improved game called The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, and it's coming out again on the next generation consoles.
2: <gasps> coming out again. That's what I've always wanted. Uh, Another version of Skyrim. Oh, no, I, I would take it on a third generation. <laughs> uh.
0: Yes, Martin, your your Christmas dreams have all come true. I, I'm going to get you Skyrim for Christmas now that oh, I know that Oh, gee. That is thank you, Jamie. All you've ever
2: wanted. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Yeah, I mean, why, why have they done a- this?
0: I mean, I, I don't know. I think if we dig a little bit more into what they're actually doing, it maybe gives you something of an idea. So the way this is all going can, hold down... Hold on, can, is I just say, essentially... can, I just, can I just say, fuck you, because you've got my hopes up there with the,
1: with the a Morrowind kind of <laughs> remake, which is just really what I'd love. You
0: know?
2: Well, you're not going to get it. Well, you'll never get fine. this. I think fine. we're still at the
0: stage. Fine. Yeah, it's exactly. In true poor, out fashion, you will never get this, Chris. <laughs> I think we're still at the point, as depressing as it is, where if you looked at the graphs that they're drawing over at somewhere at Bethesda, I think this still makes them more money than <laughs> anything more related yeah. probably makes them. True. Um, but to try and answer beyond, uh, Martin, I saw you kind of gesturing to the folks at home. <laughs> the the real is. reason behind... Uh... I was doing
2: dollar signs for audio listeners, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, but to, to kind of outline what's actually going on here, so obviously the meme was that Skyrim's been out on everything, and it has been out on everything, but one of the last uh, sort of releases it saw was the <clears throat> Skyrim Special Edition that came out on consoles like the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, and I think like the PC version kind of got updated to it if you own it, blah, 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 blah. They're essentially um, renovated, like re- like they're they're releasing a version of the game called Skyrim Anniversary Edition, but it's not like a whole new strand of the game. It kind of replaces Skyrim Special Edition, but it also now means that they can release it on the new consoles, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and the Xbox ah, okay. Series S. So sorry, it's, it's kind of like... It's, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like, you know how Ghost of Tsushima is getting the director's cut? and The director's cut is on PS4 and PS5, and it's Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut is replacing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. So even as a mm-hmm. PS4 owner, if you go and try and play that game you'll just get the Director's Cut because that's what the game is now. Um, this is one of those situations but obviously they will be selling this game to PS5 owners and Series X and S owners and as you both um, gestured earlier there's a, a pretty, a pretty obvious yeah. reason for it. Hell so, yeah.
2: do, we know, do we know yet what the changes are going to be? To, are there going to be any changes to the game? Because, of course, the director's cut, if, if I'm not mistaken, there are some additions to that, aren't there, with Ghost of Tsushima. Do we know if there's there anything are. There new are. with Skyrim that will get people excited?
1: Yeah, can, or is it just going to be like. Can you change the dialogue to be Japanese?
0: Oh, um, these are These are great questions. <laughs> And I'm currently finding out the answers <laughs> to them by looking at Twitter on my mobile phone. Hey, hey. Um, because every, So every, every, it looks everyone. like they're currently talking about... Sorry, Martin, you go ahead. It's I'm going right. to keep researching. Say,
2: everyone, everyone that would have wanted to have played Skyrim by now has surely at least had a go, haven't they? Like, Ten years. If there's new content, fair enough. But otherwise, if I mean... I'm not sure how I'll, many people I'll can play it up you. Now. You,
1: Even without new content, like... Uh, sure. Sky, Skyrim is... Is on every platform because it is a very good game. So, you know, true that. If you want to play it on the next yeah. console, it's like, hey, you, you could buy it if you want. It's there for you. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, Why not?
0: Um. So what I'm reading is that you will receive access to, and excuse me if this is things we already knew, but I, it's all like fucking double Dutch to me. The stage Skyrim stuff. Yeah. You'll receive access to three free pieces of Creation Club content: okay. fishing, survival mode. And even new quests with saints and seducers. Um, owners on the owners will get the uh, PlayStation 5 and Series X and S versions for free. Game Pass subscribers obviously get it all. Um, this is coming out on November 11th, by the way, which is going to be the full-on 10 year anniversary of Skyrim, which is kind of nice, you know, to to recognize that. Yeah, I mean, they could um, wait another 15 years and just release the fucking mediocre like rem- remake. Yeah. They are, All they're saying is things like uh, full game plus all three expansions and over 500 pieces of unique content from Creation Club, including pre-existing and new quests, dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, and more, but nothing... Like, To kind of get back to what you were talking about, Martin, nothing that sounds like uh, Paptic, f- you know, <laughs> feedback or you know, the places I don't think they're going all yeah. in on,
2: yeah. I mean, I think
0: it's just going to be, yeah,
2: yeah. New, new quests and dungeons that sounds pretty exciting. That'll be up a lot of people's street, won't it? If you're, if you're a big Skyrim fan, you've but, done most of the quite well, yeah, <laughs> it's a big game, but yeah, you, yeah, new quests sounds interesting to people who are, who are into but, that, and I mean, graphical but, upgrades as, as well, of course.
0: I think you also though touched on a really interesting point because I'm someone who this would be my like, fourth or fifth version of Skyrim <laughs> I think I lose count but I don't I haven't finished 100% of that game on any one platform <laughs> so like new dungeons isn't even really a selling point for me <laughs> take a few dungeons out and I'd maybe be more likely to play cuz I'm like oh that yeah. sounds attainable you, you know what they need to do they need to have cross
1: cross save and cross progression stuff
0: Oh, on Skyrim. That, yeah. that, would,
1: that would make the difference, I think. That would definitely make the difference. Because yeah, like be yeah, why would I why would I pick up Skyrim on another platform? Like say I've got it on Steam. Uh, obviously when it came out, I bought it. Um if I wanted to play and I wanted to continue on my, my character and my quest and whatever it is, because you're right, Jamie, I haven't finished it. Um mm. like like let's take the Switch version, for example. It's not the best way to play the game, but maybe I want to play it portable, you know? Well, hmm. where's the cross program? Like, just give, just give me the cross save,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose the, the portable version of Skyrim for you, Chris, becomes the Steam Deck, right? Man, I've been so <laughs> tempted lately, but it's... I,
1: I've got to get my ducks in a row. Like, you know, get... Yeah. Uh, duck number one, get money. <laughs> duck number two, get a PlayStation 5. Duck number three, you know, maybe a few blowjobs here and there. Uh, duck number four... Buy the duck, by the way. Duck number four, okay, maybe think about a Steam Deck. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> imagine okay. So have you been, have you seen have you seen the teeth inside of a duck's mouth it's like like horrendous it's should I look horrendous up? Not- look it up and then imagine getting a getting a blowy from a duck <clears throat> oh my see God. The,
2: the way, the way you went through that was very much like monetary it was like first get the money first then pay for a ps5 then pay for a steam deck then you're like then pay for the oh wait <laughs> you, well, you, how how do you think I'm gonna, you're going to be paying, do it, Martin? Yeah, man, you got to give him the cash, aren't you, up, front, up no, front. Nothing in this world is for free, mm-hmm. rough dog. So mm-hmm. you know, just saying. Very
1: Jamie, have you found a picture of a, a duck's teeth?
0: I, I, I'm finding a lot of uh, results for the inside of a goose's mouth.
2: I'm sure um, it's pretty similar. Oh yeah, they're There's, pretty shocked. Yeah, uh, it's it's horrifying. Have it's you horrifying. seen Have you seen a duck's penis before, Jamie? I have. I well, will that. Google that. Now. I mean, Google, no, Google I duck's penis because that that will, well, Oh, it's, um, corkscrew. Yeah, It's a corkscrew. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, and it shoots out pretty, pretty damn far as well. It looks like it's prolapsed. <laughs> it does doesn't it Jesus. which is fantastic they're really quite yeah, they're really quite rapey, ducks are yeah it's pretty horrible to they are not
0: one of those like animals who are like oh like when i fuck i die or when i fuck i can't get no, out no, again, no. There's, there's, or um, weird shit like that
1: there was a scientific paper written about uh, uh homosexual necrophilia in mallards and that was an actual scientific paper that was written because basically they found out the specific species of mallards just like to, to bone dead dead ducks that were dudes. It's like, okay.
2: Wow. Man, what a struggle.
0: Trying, get, get, trying to life's get life's
1: work. Trying to understand it, I guess. Yeah.
0: Mo- the, the Alex Jones, Jones story. <laughs> it,
2: like, I have to where is he with this? this <laughs> because I where, like... where is he this week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just said he was going to the pond with a loaf of bread. He didn't say why. Yeah, for some reason, that loaf of bread had a hole in it.
2: <laughs>
0: God. <laughs> <You> gobble, cobble. <laughs> Get it while it's soggy. Oh, (laughs) oh my God.
1: Sorry, Jonesy.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. Martin, you deal with crazy stories and crazy people and and kooky shit Mm. week in, week out with what you have to record. Sometimes. If I had to ask you the over-under, have more or less than one million, let's say, human males Mm -hmm. masturbated over the prospect of fucking a duck? More or less than a male?
2: Oh, in the history—are we talking the history of humanity here?
0: No, let's say that are alive today. So out of a the million of many billion,
2: a million—that's million
0: like a al- lot of men alive today, masturbated. As I as mean, what, what's, what's
2: the what's the total
0: global population? Right, like eight billion was eight, eight,
2: eight, eight eight and a half billion, something like that. Maybe more, maybe nine billion.
1: Seven seven point eight.
2: I'm overestimating. Seven point eight so as of that, January
0: twenty twenty one. Yeah, China slowed right down. <laughs> they were on a yeah. way train for a while there. They yeah. were
2: so it's a th- so one thousandth of the population would be a billion, right? So if there's um, so if you're talking about a million, a million, do you reckon a million people it would have to be a thousandth of the population to be a billion? Because it's a thousand a million times a thousand is a billion, right? I'll
1: tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you sure. what, I'm going to open up
2: percentagecalculator.net. So it would be, so be like 0. I don't know 0.003 something like that. It sounds like quite a high percentage of people. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say so no. I'm going to say no, but, you know, there's okay. some, there some weird kinks out there, man. Some weird kinks. So you never there are, know.
0: There, there are indeed some weird kinks. Um, yeah, God. I, uh, I'm not even sure I'm going to indulge the tangent that just popped into my head. But, yes, <laughs> let's leave it at that. There are some weird kinks out there. Full stop. Chris, you're deep in research. Yeah. Mode. yeah. What percentage, thought, what percentage
2: oh, are we looking at? We could just Chris, say no. Yeah,
1: Chris has just googled <laughs> how many men. It's, okay, so one million, a percentage of seven point eight billion is a, apparently zero point one two percent.
0: Okay, and it, that's actually we only want half the population because we're talking about men. Oh yeah, so it'd be zero point two four percent. Which going back to what you said, you're right, Martin. That sounds way too high. Zero point two four percent. No, it be less. It would be zero point
1: zero six. No. If you're, if you're dividing 0. 0.12 by two... No, because
0: it's... You'd be halving the, the population. It's the same number of people, but it's halving uh, half the population yeah. you're keeping the number oh, of people. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be yeah,
1: double, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so 0.24% I mean, sounds way too high. Yeah, I'm
2: not sure I'm not sure the uh, the difference between men and women really changes our outlook on uh, whether a million people have uh, masturbated over a duck. Um, but yes, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to say but I feel I'm like, like unlikely, but like, there's always a chance. I'm
0: more, I'm more forgiving... I'm more forgiving when it comes to women because everyone knows they think about weird stuff anyway. They're just shouting everyone, right out there, so.
2: everyone, everyone. Yeah, knows. like
0: there's a, isn't. <laughs> I was listening to something the other day, and they, this guy said that all all women secretly want to get eaten out by their dogs. I don't know if it's true, but you can never be too careful. Do you know, do you know, how, you do you know how you can find out?
1: Do you know you can find out genuinely? Stay over the night at their house when they're asleep. Go look in the pantry. If there are two jars of peanut butter. You have got yourself a a a
0: dog lover. There you go. One last <laughs> bit of um um algebra, a bit of statistics before we leave. Super Show uh, <laughs> YouTube channel currently sitting on a healthy one hundred and thirty thousand views total. Um, one hundred and thirty thousand times zero point two four. That's uh, that's not how that works. I don't understand <laughs> what you're trying to do. <laughs> no, it would be this. It would be zero point two four times. No, Hmm. zero point zero two, zero point zero two four.
2: Are you That's trying to work out the ducks in relation to? In relation to the how many of the how many of the uh, super yeah, show I, followers? I th-
0: basically, would... I think what I'm getting at is I think there's a possibility that over three thousand fans of the super show have thought about having sex with a duck. I'd... Wow, my, well, that, sounds about about that, right. group, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Considering yeah. the uh, yeah. You
2: know. The, the caliber of your and uh, audience. I
0: have to exactly, and I have to legally say um, that one person who is definitely not amongst that list is the person who wrote this uh, this comment of the week that I'm about to read to you. <laughs> yeah. That person who has absolutely nothing to do with any of the conversation we just had. I can't stress that enough. He's a completely innocent bystander <laughs> in all of our bullshit is our good friend Adam Nichols. Again, <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> completely put a full stop, like a mental block, where we just were, we've moved on. We're in a new section of the podcast now. <laughs> Keep up, don't fall behind. Adam Nichols, this is what you said. You said, if you guys stopped podcasting at 99 or 100, for anyone that missed it last week, we were talking about sort of ending on a big date because it would be kind of funny. That would really bum me out. It was bad enough when ATG was cancelled, RIP. But having to say goodbye to you guys on the Super Show podcast would just be too much. It's too soon, too damn soon to even joke about. Wow. so Even joking off limits.
2: So Jonesy was like, Jonesy, I, I never miss a podcast, guys. I've, I've, I've listened to them all. Oh,
1: what a, what a fan.
2: Jonesy said last week, didn't he? He was like, if that happened, I'd have to make one of my own for the 100th episode, didn't he? <laughs> So that's pretty what he's doing now. He's pre-recording the hundredth episode just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just a one-man army.
1: (laughs) Oh god, that would be so funny. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it it is a weird thing to think of, but like, nothing in this world is infinite, right?
2: You're You're planting seeds in people's minds here, man. Re-releasing Skyrim. That's infinite. Keep on re-releasing it. Yeah.
0: Martha's got a good point. Yeah, we're, we're, if Skyrim can go ten
1: years, yeah. then why can't we? Yeah, a super exciting anniversary edition. I don't know, fellas. After the discussion we just had,
0: I don't. I don't think we've got many more episodes. <laughs> um, it's possible. It's possible. But no, I, there is that horrible. Yeah, I was going to say, there's that horrible thing, isn't there? That like, no matter how much you're enjoying something or love doing something, like, there will be a last time you do any one thing or see any one person. Because I was listening to a song the other day. And it was one. Of, it was actually a song created and performed by a Twitch streamer, I think she is, or a YouTuber, I'm not sure. But it was one of those songs, really catchy, upbeat style with sort of very heavy lyrics. And it was about her, I think, going for coffee with her boyfriend and kind of having that thought every time they go like, hey, what if this is the last time, for whatever reason, we ever go for coffee? Because there will be a last time. Yeah. And you never know when it's going to be.
2: Kind of a depressing thought. Mm. Yeah, there's a few things like that. There was one on Reddit where someone was like, I think all the time about... Um, you know the the day in which I'm going to die and the anniversary of my death could be any day. It's like okay, okay, I need to um, <laughs> yeah, that's and, that's I crazy, think I'm thinking yeah. I might need to smoke something before uh, thinking about this too much. <laughs> but I think I think they they probably had yeah yeah yeah
0: fair. It, today <laughs> I could think be the an, an anniversary of your
2: death in fifteen to twenty five years time. <laughs>
0: yeah. Lord knows that if I wanted to die in any year, I would die in the year of the 10th anniversary of Skyrim and the 25th anniversary of Quake, so that our anniversary could be in sync for all of eternity. Um, but the good news is that the Super Show uh, isn't going anywhere. We're going to continue on this rocky road that we're currently on for the full foreseeable future, which I guess is a roundabout right way of saying for as long as we can manage. But one of the things that really helps us manage At least 99. is support. At, well, at least ninety again, because it would be very funny just to stop at ninety nine for no arbitrary reason.
2: <laughs> just go ninety nine, then one hundred one again. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's even better. Yeah. We'll start or like back at episode one hundred. Just in. Oh, ooh. I like it. Do you know we we talked about doing like a season two or a year two episode one when we got to fifty two? Yeah. Um. No, I'm well, kind was of glad it we didn't. Was it? Oh, it was fifty two because it was a year. I, I'm glad we didn't because I like the big numbers. I also like the big numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but um yeah well one of the ways though that you can make sure we at least reach 99 so we can you know make sure that gag and joke episode actually happens is by continuing to show your support as you have done so lovingly already over on patreon um we have a patron. it's patreon.com forward slash super show super show uh tough one to do if you're a lisp. i don't i don't have an excuse super super, do, so. sean Sh- sean super Connor, show sean
2: connery super, super
0: show super show, super show. Exactly, the Sean Connery show. Why didn't we just call it that? We should have, actually. <laughs> I think it's Sean
1: maybe Connery because he's alive.
0: Shoot. As soon as he kicks the bucket, we'll change our name.
2: Wait, he's dead. Yeah, he's like, dead, isn't man. He's dead. He's isn't
0: nothing. he dead? No way. No, I swear Sean Connery died. No way. Yeah, he did, he did die. Ma- Sean Connery died on the 31st yeah. of October 2020. Yeah, he died pretty easily. Sean Connery's
2: dead. Sean, Con- <laughs> Sean Connery's dead. I'm
0: sorry bro. to break the news Sean Connery died. Sean, Sean Connery died almost a year ago. <laughs> To be fair, it was one of those like a lot was going down but in twenty twenty. He's he's, he's <laughs> he was an Islander.
2: <laughs> How can he die? Yeah,
0: he was an Highlander. I, I, he was I'm,
2: in, he was I'm, in I'm, the Rock.
0: That's not even a bit. Honestly, I thought, I thought he was still alive, but it makes sense. He that, was no, on. That, yeah. And it, again, it also makes sense that like if ever there were a year to kind of lose track of what I feel like a lot's happened in the last couple of years. And oh. there have been a lot of like pretty major yeah, dude. deaths Wasn't the, the, well. yeah. Yeah. like um, the Oscars this year are just like fucking
1: half an hour of like in, in memoriam because they all just fucking kicked it, yeah. the bucket.
0: It probably was because I also have this weird thing in my head of like them snubbing someone and everyone being like, oh, why didn't you include that person? But now I can't remember who it is. And that's a rabbit hole we don't need to go down um, because I was in the middle of telling Sorry. you how you could support us. No, it's all good. Um, and like I said, we have a Patreon. that link. If you missed it, it's patreon.com forward slash super show. We have all kinds of tiers that you can sort of uh, join in the fun at uh, pledge a little bit per month, and you'll get all kinds of rewards. We have a Discord server that you can gain access to. We have patron-exclusive content, including patron-exclusive podcasts. If you've heard of talk about known murders in the past, mm. that is now a real thing. We've done an episode. It's been edited. It's been uploaded. It is live. That is, on, for example, on the $5 tier. Um, we need to do another one uh, very soon. Patron. We do need to do And, and do you know one. what else I want to yeah. do? I'm going to throw
1: this out here, seeing as we've got a member. I think we need to do a crossover episode with a, like everyone... On just interesting and everyone on super show,
2: that'd we'll, be great. We'll, yes. call it,
1: yeah. we'll call it we'll call it just just super, just
2: infinity war. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. No, from from it's my own personal point of view, I am I am a I am a ten dollar patron on yours, and it's worth every <laughs> single penny. Not only because you create extra additional content. In addition to the great stuff you create a week in week out, and you're very very rigid in your uh, in your scheduling, yeah. which is fantastic and something that we need to improve on, but um, but also <laughs> because you're you're quality quality guys and you deserve the support. Oh, thank you. Because Mark. you create wow. great stuff. Did you
1: did you watch Known Murderer? What what was your takeaway? You no, know,
2: that's the only thing I was super show. Sure. Anything I haven't haven't seen that's because I've been oh, insanely busy this week. You
0: haven't watched it
2: yet. I haven't watched oh. it yet. It's has it's, it's been on my do list. Do
0: you uh, morally disagree with it because you don't like content being made about homicide?
2: No, no, no! I'm all for that. No more of that, mate. More murders, <laughs> mm. more murders. Keep on, keep more, the killings. More
0: murders. There may be
1: murders. I'm being serious about spinning it off to like a real podcast. Because so I, I think, I think it's, I think it's got legs, fellas. No,
0: I, I, can't think wait. Wait. I, can't I think wait. we need to learn how to record like more than one episode every four or five weeks, and then maybe we can uh, <laughs> talk about what. the quote. Let's, the legs. let's
1: get to episode ninety-nine. Then we'll slag off the super show, all right? And then we'll just go straight for known murderer. Absolutely Rebrand but is, is what it's called right? Before
0: we start launching any new podcasts yeah. And before we start rebranding anything Chris I have to finish rounding off the little patron segment of the podcast Fair. By continuing to thank all the kind people that support us Martin actually mentioned that He's one of our uh, $10 supporters over on Patreon That's why you can say, see his name on screen right now Including a surname in case you wanted that little piece of information That nugget Read it in, maybe write it down, make a mental note of it. It's going to go in a second. As we also give shout-outs to a handful of people. And this week they are Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy. By the way, guys, I've changed my mind. The Mandalorian has the best writing, and the Darksaber is the best-looking part. I believe that one was actually secretly Jonesy in disguise. No. Yes, Bacam, Dol Nielsen, Jovella Cujo, Leo Murga, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Pastors Guild... Guild Scary Omen, Starfall Kill, oh my god, <laughs> Starfall Kid, excuse me, that's really embarrassing, and Zach Cream. Legends. And of course, we have, to join those legends, the head honchos, the big dogs, Shellshock, a new name this week, shout out to Doppler, thank Hell you very yeah, much dog. my friend, Hacksaw Book read. Manuel Bandersnatch is a game Guerrero, another shot fired <laughs> at Jonesy in the patron section, who would have thought I it? feel
1: bad because he can't Peace defend word.
0: himself, he's not sure. <laughs> Oh, no, I love it. We (laughs) should be getting in the action, too. Peaswad and the Dude Abides. Thank you all so much, Martin, and thank you as well. And for anyone wondering, we're not the only Patreon-supported podcast around these parts. If you want to, as I said, uh, check out what Martin does with the Just Interesting Boys, watch their stuff on YouTube, listen to their shit on podcasting platforms, and support them. They also have a Patreon that I'm going to guess is patreon.com forward slash justinteresting. I, I believe it is. Maybe I believe it is. Oh, there, yeah, but, there you go. But come
2: on over to come on over if you so, if you fancy, um, yeah. yes. Then come on over to the, the YouTube first and have a listen, and uh, <laughs> and then want, and then that decide. That want, you
1: <laughs> yeah. What what, what, what yeah. I like about the just interesting show is, besides the content that is just interesting, is that uh, you guys usually end it on a quiz each episode, and you've we got do. like a tally Damn, yes. that goes which I think is quite a nice, unique little kind of aspect that you, we, you've got going we, for you guys.
2: Well, we do, and we also, we, um, we sometimes uh, stream it on our Twitch and do it live, nice. and then pe- people can join in live and have their own scores up okay, as well. Hold, hold
1: on, Martin. Let's, let's not give the, the Super Show audience any ideas. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just... Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, the re- do you know the reason I like uh, the quiz element of the show? Is because and whatever I've been on the just interesting mm. podcast before. That's the part I actually look forward to taking part in. Um, Hell yeah! Because it's a chance to flex your your brain muscles in a way that you don't always get on podcasts, so especially it. not this podcast. No, <laughs> especially not. We're too, See, I don't if you noticed, Martin, but you've come to the podcast where we talk about whether or not people are fucked up.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a different take, isn't it? It's a different take on societal matters, and uh, yeah, no, I, I'm you know it's yep. It's just, you know, it uses a different part of your brain, really, doesn't it? It's so your left half, left half, and your right half, and then there's the other bit for fucking ducks, so. Oh, yeah,
0: there you can. go. Yes, exactly. I think that's the, the back lobal cortex. Yeah. Sounds, know, sounds about right,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <sighs> um, uh, yeah, exactly. When, uh, uh,
1: Oblongata.
0: The Abdullah Oblongata. Name the movie. Well said, <laughs> Anyone? Um,
1: Come on, don't let me down. I don't know. Is it something that The Simpsons riffed on? No. It's, it's a movie. It's then a, I've seen it's a th- film. It's a live action film. Oh, well, The Simpsons probably would riff on it. The Simpsons riff on everything. But it's a, I it's a guy that looks like... That a, I'll, I'll, set, I'll set the scene. It's a guy that looks like Colonel cool. Sanders. And he's giving a lecture. And he says,
2: the Abdullah Oblongata." Oh, yeah, it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> no. Is it? No. <laughs> Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> Lost World. No. Jurassic Part Three.
0: Know, oh, Jurassic Part Three, uh, the one with the kid. Do you want to know? The one with the kid. Do you want to know? Which, uh, give us uh, a, it's a clue.
2: Give us a clue. Give us a clue. One more clue.
0: Yeah, more clues. Uh, this is the closest thing we've got to a quiz. We've got. Okay, to okay, okay no, you're right
1: you're, right.
2: you're right. You're right. It
1: is Clear. a Jurassic could could it a sports
0: movie. You could Dog Day Afternoon, no, Happy, <laughs> Happy Day Gilmore. Afternoon.
2: Oh you could not, call it not a quite happy movie. Gilmore
0: but
1: I think you're you're on the right track because
2: they're on the right, right, right lines also nope. dodgeball
1: the,
0: the, oh uh, no, Colonel Saunders mm. Crash. David Cronenberg's crash mm,
1: uh, no <laughs> <laughs> crash
0: Bandicoot. damn it so uh, <sighs> no no mm. It's so okay. It's you could call it a sports movie. Yes, he, Martin was close with Happy Gilmore, so it's probably a comedy. Yeah, yeah, like nineties, early noughties, maybe. Uh,
1: yeah, I'd say it's probably. What was it? Late nineties, I'd imagine. The Waterboy. Yeah, buddy.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Ah, okay. Nania was close. I a, have. Uh, yeah, and that was nineteen ninety eight. So, you know, uh, and and it's it's down here, as comedy slash slapstick. But yeah, because obviously he gets a scholarship to, like, <laughs> to, uh, Florida University something. And, uh, yeah, the the one lecturer there is, like, a Colonel Sanders-looking motherfucker. Can, oh, can, okay. I, uh,
0: can I make a, like a really snobby confession when it comes to Adam Sandler movies? Yeah. Is that, like, I saw some films at the right time to enjoy them, Happy Gilmore being one of yeah. them. Another one was Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Daddy um, was good. But there are a lot of um, Adam Sandler films that I didn't grow up with and didn't see for a long time and so came back to Ooh. when my friends who then had nostalgia for them were convinced that they were God's gift and one of them was The Waterboy and I've never sat through The Waterboy because I find it intolerable wow. how unfunny and painful it is. Wow. You see, for
1: me, it's like the Holy Trinity of, of the good Adam Sandler movies are so like uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore and The Waterboy.
2: But what about, right. what about yeah. uh, Little Nicky? Well, Nicky, well, Nicky was all right. I that's, liked it because the, dude, I, I the I
1: demon like. had boobs on his head.
2: That's true. Yeah, boobs on the head are always good. Yeah, like I saw a poll. I, I can't remember where it was. It might have been on Twitter. Where someone asked who was better out of Adam Sandler and Jim Kerry, and Adam Sandler was winning. It made me very depressed.
0: Oh, see, that's tragic. But did, yeah, That's that, very
2: That's when you find out that,
1: like, Adam Sandler's Netflix deal is worth so much because yeah. he every time he releases a movie on oh, Netflix, it's like fucking people go actually well, fucking mad for it.
0: Jonesy Jonesy's watched every single one of those movies. Jonesy's wife loves those Adam Sandler <laughs> Netflix. I, that, that, films. That's what he's doing
1: now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he said it couldn't be because he's doing an Adam Sandler marathon. <laughs> um, it, it, it feels it, it's it's so weird, fellas. Like it feels so cringe to say, but I. I used to love, and I still do adore those like
0: Holy Trinity of Adam Sandler movies. Even even, yeah. even so far as to say like Fifty First Dates, I, I is enjoyable. I was going to say cause, like I'm skipping through here, and there are films like Fifty First Dates and The Longest Yard. Yeah, so still by the mid '90s were like kind of cult, like they were very popular. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and like ah. those are decent movies. And then like God knows what fucking happened.
0: You don't mess with the Zohan happened. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is, which, that movie's got some laughs. Yeah, that I, movie's I, got I didn't some mind laughs. it. I didn't mind it. Uh, but yeah, is, anyway, it's isn't, uh, isn't
2: games. Adam, Adam, Adam Sandler's Holy Trinity of movies. It's a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? Let's be honest. Holy <laughs> Trinity of Adam Sandler <laughs> exactly. movies. Come on, man. <laughs> yes, buddy.
1: Yeah. Totally. Listen, Waterboy
0: is like fucking. Oh,
2: sorry. What would the, what <laughs> would the,
0: see, the Jim Carrey Holy Trinity is even harder. Mask. I mean. guess. The, was the, the, the Ace thing Ventura. there, wasn't it? That the Mask, dumb and the Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura all came out in the same yeah. year. That's the hard but thing. But you see,
1: I, I I don't think those are his best comedic roles, though. Like uh, me, myself, and Irene, I I think it's like fucking way higher. Yeah,
2: there. if you want one with a bit of an edge, I that, think that's I, a, I think Liar Liar's Liar Liar. His performance in that is really really good.
0: Liar Liar was good, yeah. Liar Liar. Do you know what? It's it's late. It's it's like late comedy pre crazy Jim Carrey, but I've got a lot of time for Yes Man for
2: some reason. You know my oh, first yeah, date yeah. my first first day with, Dick with my and wife Jane. was watching Yes Man, for, really. Oh, wow. And and the Nando's wow. caught on fire, and so we had to be evacuated from the cinema. <laughs> Didn't see it for, for eight years. Didn't see the rest of that movie for eight years, <laughs> oh, and then we watched my it. God. Yeah. Oh, and did you, say, did you say? Did you say?
1: Yeah, that wasn't worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> No. No. Okay. Yes. Do you want man to see, want see that again? No. Nah. <laughs> yes, man. Was a decent movie, uh, especially because it had uh, Zoe Deschanel, he I've always got a uh, soft slash hard spot for.
0: Um, oh, I see what you mean. Cheeky. I don't like her because of Five Hundred Days of Summer, and now she's a, a forever a wench in my head. <laughs> a wench. That, that's fair because that movie does
1: make her a wench. Um, she stifles him. I know. Just uh, the the guy just.
0: Yeah, just got played. Wow. Anyway, now now we've just we've spent too long uh, reminiscing about sort of 19 <laughs> you, you billion, know. You know, what the, you know what the best now. thing is? Is because I've always said that,
1: like, hey, you know, if we ever want to talk about movies, just fucking do it uh, as like a loose kind of thing. And then what was it was about like two weeks ago. Jones is like, guys, I know what we need to do we need to start talking about movies. And I was like, <laughs> like that's always been available to us. We just never fucking do it. And now the yeah. episode that he's not here is probably the time we've spoken oh, the most
2: about Jane. movies. Poor Jonesy.
0: <laughs> D- I mean, yeah. I mean, Chris, I, if we're going to talk about, maybe not movies, but at least watching things, maybe we can transition mm. into a bit of a weekly catch-up Get to know what you've Hell been up yeah. to recently. Have you watched anything of note, perhaps, in the last week? It's,
1: it's almost as if you have a, a podcast document in front of you with stuff that I have done this oh, week. Uh, who could say? Who could say? Or oh, you just a uh, uh, paraplegic? No, clairvoyant. Paraplegic. The
0: sidekick. Th- I think that they're, they're, they're uh, interchangeable, right? I think, or think so. paraplegic. Anyway, and anyway, yes, because you can. You can. I watched it, I, yep. I never watched the, um, we had to, in, when I did Spanish at school, we had to, had to watch a film called El Mar Adentro, oh. uh, or The Sea Inside, starring Javier Bardem, yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. where he breaks his neck and he becomes paralysed on the waist down, Damn. and I was sick on the day we watched the final part of the film, but I presume telekinesis comes yeah, into it. Yeah, and he just gets better, right? That's how he thinks. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's um, how it works. Christopher Reeve. How do you think he became Superman? He could fly because he could telekinesis himself away from the floor. Very interesting. If you strange. think about it, everyone with telekinesis can fly, and this is what video games do not doesn't, don't doesn't consider that sound like
1: enough. a like a like a TV show like premise? Like you, you know, like Monk. Like oh, he's this brilliant detective, but he's he's like on, on on the autism spectrum and whatever. It's like oh yeah, he's paraplegic, but he's
2: clairvoyant. So yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah, solve crimes. Uh, I imagine it has been pitched. <laughs> yeah. or what about a sitcom right
1: now? Actually, yeah, ne- Netflix are going to show anything. I mean, they show Adam Sandler films, so
0: we'll probably get a fifty million deal. Yeah, but what, 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 Chris and Martin, I need you to both come up with your uh, your immediate off the cuff names for the series about the clairvoyant paraplegic. Oh. Chris, I'm putting you on the pedestal first oh, because fuck. you got us into this mess. Martin, he's the guest, so I'm giving him more time to come up with something funny, but hopefully slightly less offensive. Are you Claire? Uh, uh, this is, this is, and... I'm crumbling under the pressure here, Jamie. You could just say the clairvoyant paraplegic. That like that's nah, that's, but that's I, 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 I feel it.
1: like there is something there. Like it's kind of like it's tinkling. it's fizzing away, you know, and it's kind of like because you want to, you want to, you want to be like like like. Miyazaki's spirited away or some shit like that but it's like, uh, you, know, well, about, seen, like you
2: know mind, body and soul but the, the body's crossed out it's just mind and mind and soul
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that's the, that's the best thing I've ever heard I could see it on a poster <laughs> now and it's like the poster is him it's like a photo of him from the end of his bed and he's looking down because he can't no, you know what it is it's not, it's not a
1: him it's a her it's Kristen Bell and it's one of these movies in the um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall universe.
0: Ah, yes. Oh, yes. I see. But he does, of course, he doesn't. He's the. It's Everyone gets their brain wiped by the men in black gun, but he doesn't because he's a clairvoyant. So he remembers Sarah Marshall and he tries to remind everyone about her because <sighs> he's a clairvoyant, but he's a paraplegic. So he can't walk around and spread the word. Oh, man. Uh, should we get back to On Track, shall we? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I have been watching something. I've been meaning to watch Suicide Squad. uh That is still on my to do or to watch list. Okay. As it were. So
0: what? Did, what else did you watch? Eight hours of instead of this one two hour movie. Please entertain us. <laughs> um I watched the show called The White Lotus, which is
1: uh at least on UK TV. It's uh, just just launched. It's 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 weird, fellas. Like it's fucking good, but it's fucking weird. And you know what's even weirder? Is it... Um, fuck, what's the guy's name? Is it Mike White?
0: It is Mike yeah. White.
1: Um, so Mike White, if anyone doesn't know, he is the whitest person you... <laughs> the whitest looking person you've probably ever seen in your life. Uh,
0: and I think he... Didn't he do
1: School of Rock? He did. Yeah,
0: there we go. So, you know, he's got some pedigree behind him. <laughs> he wrote it, at least, you know. Richard Ligniter, obviously, director. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, Mike White wrote, produced... Uh, directed White Lotus and I think he came up with the kind of concept as well it's basically like a hotel in Hawaii where like all these rich white folk go to and then there's this whole thing of like rich white people and then kind of like the people working at the hotel who aren't as rich and but it's fucked up man like it's it it's super fucked up but like in a a really good intriguing
2: way is it like a mystery it's a mystery based Of like unraveling what's going on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm not going to spoil anything by saying this because it happens in the first minute. But like, when the show starts, it it does one of these things where it's like, oh, this is the resolution of the story, and now we're going to go back. So what it is is like, the guy's leaving from Hawaii, and a body is being put onto the plane to transport it back to Honolulu, right? And it's like, oh, someone's died, and then it says a week earlier, and it goes to all these different kind of like families and what have you going to this island um and yeah it's just kind of like i guess the destructive nature of what these people do to the lives of the uh the people living on the island it's very interesting and it's very well done uh is it
0: yeah is it interesting in like a kind of like a, a like a social commentary way or is it interesting in like is there spooky shit no there's no spooky shit there's no sp- like i i
1: when right because this is my misconception that i had as well because from the trailer it seemed like there might be some kind of like spooky or supernatural or weird stuff and there is weird stuff but not like it's all man-made weird stuff um not like, not like dark not like, weird stuff yeah not dark well yeah but and it's not even like weird stuff it's just human nature like real human nature uh but you'd say hawaii, oh. you say hawaii you say island and you say weird stuff immediately you think of lost but it's nowhere mm-hmm. nowhere near that it's it, it yeah. it's all like none of it is like fantasy based it's all real okay it's just real people at a real hotel just fucking up their lives basically it it's very interesting and so, it's very well done and i can i, I can't recommend
0: it enough
2: you've watched one, you watched one th- thought
0: i want to put to you oh, sorry
2: see so what you w- you've watched it. the whole series of eight, 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 eight episodes
1: yeah eight episodes each episode nice. about uh,
0: 55 56 minutes each
2: precise just, uh, the, the
0: the one thing that I'm wondering, Chris, and because I was basically the reason I knew about this, and the reason I knew it was White Mike White, yeah. is because I was on Twitter mm. midweek, and it wasn't something. You know, when you have these articles that pop up, and it's not because they're necessarily trending. It's almost like because they're promoted yeah. or Twitter thinks you're interested in them. And the headline was just something like Mike White understands and apologizes for the, <laughs> fin- the finale of um he like basically the inclination of like we know mike white gets it when you with <laughs> when with when it comes to your thoughts about the finale yeah yeah, yeah. i, I, does I it, think does, does that register yeah well the, the finale was very good uh
1: and i think the the criticism is less on kind of like how satisfying the ending is and more a case of like what happens in the ending and what the implications are um right not not saying that it leads into a second season in fact if anything it kind of almost doesn't lead into a second season and i don't think they should have a second season i think as a as its own piece of work i think it's Stands on its own. But um, the reason you probably think... saw it is because the same reason that I saw it was probably because, much like we see in the gaming world, is embargoes drop and reviews go out. Oh, and I see. all of a sudden you catch that barrage, you know, depending yeah. on which kind of like how you've crafted your Twitter experience, as it were.
0: Yeah, totally. Um. Also, I might be wrong, but I think the same article said that HBO had renewed it. But it would be basically like a different resort and different people, like completely different stories. But like some element of it would still be, it like almost like I forget what it's called when they do anthology. Well, like what anthology? Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. True Detective. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, let's let's hope it doesn't go the True Detective way because True Detective one was well, quality. True,
0: true Detective, like the 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 only thing they could they, they had to take from True Detective season one onwards was like, okay, it's gonna be a detective and <laughs> and it's gonna be true. Could, and it's going to be true. <laughs> and he's going to talk in riddles. And what does the universe mean when the universe doesn't mean anything? And if you do anything in the universe, then the universe do this. And that guy murdered him. I, I will say, yeah. of True Detective 1,
1: I fucking loved it. And it maybe had the best mid-season like cliffhanger
0: shots that I've ever seen in my life. I know what you're talking about, and I love it's, it. It's
2: fucking like, mental. I can't it? remember, because I was probably drugged up when I watched that. <laughs> i um i, I, was, I, was, right. in, I was in yeah, hospital shit. i watched it in hospital so i was probably I was probably oh God, drugged yeah. up and i was watching it and i need to watch it again because i can't remember half of it but, it's, um, it's but yeah the, quality, i mean it's fucking, it's fucking old now good.
1: so i'll just say it it was um they they've got a suspect and they kind of like go to his like the homestead whatever it is like mm. the area and his lair
2: yeah
1: yeah his lair and and the whole thing is like, you don't think anyone's going to be there, but the voiceover is like, oh, sometimes monsters and this, that, the other. And then a very slow motion shot of a dude in his underwear wearing a gas mask. And I think he was holding oh, a gun. Yes. He's just kind of slowly walking yeah. across the fucking field. And that's how it fucking ended mid season. It was like, oh my God. It was good. <laughs> yeah, That's good
0: stuff. That was good stuff.
1: Um. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've watched. So funnily enough, like, yes. Okay. I binged it because I watched it with my wife. Now, my wife's not interested in watching Suicide Squad, so that's why I haven't watched it. I just need to find the time. Um, but yeah, other than that, fellas, surprisingly enough, not only did I absolutely smash out White Lotus, but I did manage to play some games. Unusual for me, I know. Um, Good. So let's put it this way. Like on the last week, okay, from the time that you're listening to this potentially, which is on the Friday that it comes out, exactly a week ago we had a, a almost a mini atg reunion over on twitch tv forward slash hot panic because myself jamie you were there jonesy was there the last time anybody ever saw him and uh <laughs> and steph we all joined in together to play some back for blood i'm not going to go into the game because we enjoyed it we spoke about it last week but it was what i will speak about is fucking playing games with you fellas uh all four of you in a full stack on back for blood was just like old times and. I fucking loved it, man. It's so good.
2: <sighs>
1: I am pretty cool. Well, I mean, you were the weakest link, but yeah.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen much of Averglard. So um what's what's the kind of the premise of the uh, of the game? Well, itself? I'll tell
1: you what, Martin, if you go to twitch.tv forward slash panic, at least for another week, the VOD will still be on. Ah, I would that, that, do
2: that though. I do I would do, do, do that, <laughs> that and,
1: and,
0: that and that will save shameless. everybody's time. <laughs> Martin, imagine a game of Left for Dead and a game of Solitaire, fucked. Yeah,
2: and that, yeah. That's I mean, that's literally, I got I got that from last week's as well. You were mentioning Left for Dead, but with better shooting mechanics and stuff as well. That actually feels yeah, good. And, right? and, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And like a almost like a loot system as well with the guns, like different tiers and everything and upgrades. It, it it's just a fun time. But it, I would imagine it's only a fun time if you're playing with your friends. If you're just playing with like randoms in a lobby, like yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. Who cares. Um. But yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 good. But, I mean, we've spoken about Back Blood. What I really want to talk about is the mini ATG reunion. It's got me pining for the days, you know, pining for the fjords. Funnily enough, so when we play online like that, we obviously hit up Discord. And the last time that we had a Discord set up like that was eight months prior, which is like... Scary thought, Which is shocking. It's absolutely shocking. Like, what has happened to the world that, like, that happens? We've all got internet connections. We've all got evenings where we play games. And that was how we managed to synchronize. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It is tough. Like it's, no, if, yeah. if I think about it, we're out of lockdown. And I, I haven't seen you in the flesh, Martin, for the longest. I saw you on my, my birthday. Um, but that was the last time. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, it was like ages ago. And um, oh, yeah. Jamie, like, saw you on my birthday. Well, that was
0: only a month ago. How crazy yeah, is that? Yeah,
1: but it feels like a life. That has flown It feels by. like a life ago. And prior to that, it was when we went to Jonesy's for Barbecue. And then, like yeah. prior to that, we hadn't seen each other since lock- lockdown started. Like, it, right. I don't know, the world's in a weird fucked up place, and I, I just, I just wanted to say that. Hadn't noticed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah, other other things that uh, I played uh, Dota two. Surprise, surprise, um, because they dropped a new patch seven point three zero, which is good because they this is the patch that they're going to be playing the international championship with. Uh, changed a whole bunch of stuff. But what's interesting and sad at the same time, they've just finished the battle pass. So when they launched this battle pass, I bought it, and I was like, cool, I'm going to buy this battle pass, and then I'm going to play through the game, blah, blah, blah. You know, I bought the battle pass, and I didn't play Dota then. I just went in, bought the battle pass, and left, planning to pick it up again. I did not play a single game for the entirety of that fucking battle pass. (laughs) And it expired. Wow. Then they dropped the patch the next day. And then I managed, I found time to play. Ridiculous. Gross. It is gross. gross. I'm, I'm disgusted with myself, quite frankly. <laughs>
0: <sighs> How long did that season last? A month and a half? Is it? I don't know. What Pro- it probably it Probably it somewhere rate. around there, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. Like Because you, you know what I've been trying to do? I've been trying to stop myself from playing Dotes 2 too much. Because it's always that thing of like, I've got time in the evenings. I can play a game. What am I going to play? And it's almost always Dotes 2, but then that means that I don't ever get to play any other games or finish games that I have going on. So I've been trying
2: it's, to like... It's, yeah. it's the comfort factor, isn't it? Returning to something that you can play... Oh, yeah, The yeah. stakes aren't... There's, there's, the investment isn't necessarily there either. You can just kind of hit... Uh, if you want to drop in for one game and just play for a little sesh, you can without getting like too tied up in like story and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, I've been, I've been... As anyone who's been listening, I haven't found much time to play games, but when I have been playing games, I've been jumping around stuff quite a bit. Uh, speaking of jumping around, I played Hades today because it's on Games Pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell. Was that first time or second? It was the first time that I played it, yeah. So first last time. week I played Curse of the Dead Gods or Old Gods or whatever was it's it. called, which is very Hades-esque. And I'd say there's a few things that maybe it does a little bit more interesting than Hades, but only a few. Hades is top quality, like so good. Um. But yeah, it is a quality yeah. game. A very good. Game. Speaking of, yeah, 80s, I mean, uh, I'll speak about it. Yeah, God, I
2: would say oh, was saying right? it was on a lot of people's uh, radar for Game of the Year last year, wasn't it? It really was, and kind of came out yeah. came out of the left field because it wasn't expected to yeah. uh, to be right up yeah. there at the end of the year. Exactly. So Yeah, incredible.
0: I sometimes I only I love that happens when that happens, just because of how angry it makes Jonesy. <laughs> that an independently developed game that has an art style that's not like extremely realistic life like three D animated, you know, blah, blah blah He he loses. Yeah, I
1: remember when you were saying like, oh, I, when we were coming up with that I what our games of the year were and you're like, I think it might be Hades. It's like what? No. Impossible. It can't be. You can't be serious.
0: Impossible.
1: <laughs> it wasn't Hades in the end. No.
0: But uh but yes, it would it was up there. Hades Something, is a good it game. Very good. It, it's just the polish on
1: that game is fucking ridiculous. Like everything just feels like as good as you can imagine it, and then better. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. and then uh, as I was saying, like speaking of Hades, you can't speak about Hades without uh, the Dark Lord himself, Diablo, because Diablo too had their early access, and I managed to get in, fellas. I managed to get into that early access because I watched a fucking some German Twitch streamer streaming it for two and a half hours minimum, uh, and I got the key and I loaded it up. And I kind of left it and left it and put it off and put it off. Sound familiar? Dota two Battle Pass. And by the day that I went to go play it, it the early access had ended. So, oh, but it's coming this Shame. week. I think, I think
0: open, open beta this weekend. So I, I've got it and okay. I will play it. What I, What I'm learning here, Chris, is that you should probably. Um spend some of the eight hours you have a week for television on uh these things called video games it's a juggling act jamie all right i've got to spend some time with the missus watching
1: tv or whatever i've got to to take one one evening of the of the week to record the podcast sometimes i need to edit the podcast i've got to try and stream as well you know it's juggling it's the the last time i was in a serious
0: relationship the last time i was in a serious relationship i let her watch like Seven seasons of 24, and I didn't watch a single fucking episode. <laughs> and we broke up, like, a few months later. But well, imagine how much gaming I got.
2: 140, to 150 hours, 168 hours. Jesus, Yeah, no. and I put it all into Destiny all 1. On. Destiny wow. 1, wow.
0: There you
1: go. Yeah. But yeah... Uh, uh, no regrets. Uh, okay, a few regrets. I would have liked to have played some of the Battle Pass. Um, and I would have liked to play Diablo, yeah. but at least I get to play it this weekend. And, and I think... Yeah, sorry, go
0: on. Oh, you, know, you finish, you finish. Well, the I was going to
1: say, Bella, yeah. Bella, that next week, do you know what's coming out on Games Pass? Oh, Psychonauts 2. Where's your Psychonauts playthrough, buddy? You said you were going to play it before Psychonauts 2 came out. And you said that you... I did and say that. And you that. did say that you
0: owed it to me as well, so... I, I, I can tell you now it's not going to happen based on a, a number of different uh, things going on, <laughs> on on this side of the camera. There's no fucking way that's happening in the next week. Um, probably not in the next two to three weeks at this wow. rate. Um, but um, I will still I still aim to play Psychonauts 1 before I play Psychonauts 2, and considering I want to play Psychonauts 2, these are things that will still yeah, happen, fair. just not quite on that the same timeline. <laughs> um, I'll also say, like on the topic of Diablo 2, I did play some mm. But I think it would be better suited to maybe sitting down this time next week when you've hopefully had a chance to go hands-on yourself just to kind of compare notes because, um, as I kind of hinted to you in <laughs> the chat earlier in the week, my uh, initial thoughts on Diablo 2, being the first time I've ever played that game in any form, were uh, curious. I, yeah, yeah I, just
1: just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, they were curious. Um, hey, we we which, will definitely Martin, talk about it next week. Like uh, I,
1: that, oh, yeah, that is my not going back on my word like Jamie guarantee
2: it's your homework that you've got to but, you've got to get
0: look, it done uh, please i can't i can't take gaming homework because i'll just i fuck it up like <laughs> get it, yeah. i'm i getting getting a vision into Jamie's youth no miss don't give me homework. i'm no like i'm one of those people that like it's a 50-50 every time you see me that i am either like in complete control of everything that's going on in my life <laughs> or i've got this like panic scribbled to do list somewhere, either on my phone or on my PC or on the palm of my hand, that has yeah. just like got the same thing on it four times over, and like
1: <laughs> don't, don't forget, don't written. forget, and be five alarms. Martin, might I just tell you that this is the same person that gives me blast for spending eight hours watching White Lotus, whereas <laughs> I know what's going to happen. He's like, oh, I don't have time to play Psychonauts, and when I speak to him about it next week, he will be like, yeah, I played about like fucking five days of Warzone.
2: You, hey, you know yeah what? I mean that's that is a fair point Jamie you do you do like well, you get into Warzone don't you you have, you have sections of Warzone where you play it for a, a good amount of time and then you back off don't you
1: <laughs> and then he gets angry yes. at it and he stops playing for a bit that is angry. yeah. but yeah.
0: also hang on when when we were doing our catch-ups, Chris, yes. you acknowledged, and in fact, I think Martin you coined the term. It was like that, like the kind of that that familiar game, yeah, like that yeah, kind okay. of that that, no, yeah, that warm is, game is. that you know that, that that you you didn't you didn't start the battle pass for yours. I finished the battle pass <laughs> for mine. I hate Warzone <laughs> at the moment, and I finished the battle pass. <laughs>
2: That's um, good. That's good and, going.
0: And I played other games.
2: Nice,
0: but Martin, like Martin, you always have um, a good. You managed to do this thing. where you have a good number of kind of like. Comfort fullback sort of relaxed options to go back to, and you know some of which you and I and all of us three have played in the past together. Yeah, but you're also pretty good at keeping on top of not necessarily new releases, but sort of like t- t- taking little sort of like parts of the back catalogue. That's that, um, it. Yeah, that you might have missed over the years and 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 tapping into them. Right.
2: Yeah, so I, I tend to pick pick games that are, that are of of interest to me. So I find that with, with all the new releases, it's exciting, but you could you could end up picking something that actually is a a bit crap and you spent, you know, $70 on it. So what I like to do is to, to go back <laughs> yeah. and have a look at games which I might have missed. But I can pick up for a good deal, because as you say, you know, I've been a frugal gamer, I like doing that. And um and just yeah. and uh <laughs>
0: frugal gamer.
2: Frugal gamer, I love it. And just yeah, so so this week I have had a bit of frustration actually. A bit of frustration. i I'll, I'll get into it. So I started playing Vampire. Do you remember Vampire or Vampire? V-A-M-P-Y-R-E. with a Y, with a Y. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah! And you know what? I I started playing the game and I was like, I like this. I like this, and and I don't like the gameplay particularly. It's quite repetitive. It's not that. Uh, it's a bit clunky. The story, do I like the story? Well, it's intriguing, but the story's not even that, that great either. Like, it's a bit, it can take, take it or leave it. The <laughs> graphics good? No, not really. And I've, I've really noticed that actually over the years, the one thing that I value more probably than anything else is the atmosphere of games. And something, yeah, about, something about the atmosphere of the, those cold London streets around the <laughs> setting of world war one you know just after world war one that atmosphere the the uh, yeah the old cobbled streets the mist in the air the fact that vampires could be roaming the streets like that's that's what is what is of interest to me and um, and so i was getting into this this mm-hmm. game and, like the dialogue is like quite repetitive and it's like oh, <laughs> have you seen anything unusual today and they're like no sir just someone eating a rat you know it's like this kind of shit's going on and so um so i was really enjoying it i got to about chapter three or chapter four and then it kept on crashing
1: oh yeah i I, I,
2: constantly kept on crashing that
1: sounds like that sounds like the issue that the game was having in in terms of like its stability and its bugginess when it came out so surprising that they haven't sorted that shit out it seems like they haven't
2: and so like it was yeah. stupid things like if i ran too fast it would crash it'd be like oh no we can't deal with this we can't deal with like the uh the frame rate <laughs> frame rate would dip and then crash and so wow. after about five Jeez. five crashes in a row i was like screw this just deleted it and so if I, will i go back to it maybe not because of the uh you know because of these issues but i was enjoying it man i was enjoying it and then so i thought okay well, yeah. well that's done for a bit so i'll have a look what else is around and i know that recently on um P.S. Now they've uh, released Neo Automata onto the platform, Hell yeah. and so I was like, "Yeah, I've heard good things." Jonesy was like, "This is, you know," Jonesy says, "You know, this is probably quite possibly one of my games of the year," as he often does with quite a few I different think games. That was
1: Jamie actually, it, but just you, getting, Jamie? the two J's confused again.
0: I think so. I liked it. Jonesy picked it up, and I think he it was one of those games that he. Felt a responsibility to buy, played it for an hour and then never talked about <laughs> it again.
2: I, I, I fear, don't think that anyway.
0: Jonesy's El Classico. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I fear that I may be the same. And the reason is the save. <laughs> oh come save on, You're better structure. Than that, bro. The save structure, man. I've played for the about forty five minutes. I got to this these two crane things that were spinning around. Uh like one's comes down, yes. one goes to the side. And I was like, I don't really know what i'm oh, doing Oh, well, you didn't die. I don't even really know what I'm doing. I died. And then it just like fucking went through the credits like in one second, took me back to the so- main start menu. I was like, screw this. <laughs> so I did it again, died in the same place. So I played an hour and a half of the game, can't fucking save, and no progress made. And even the things like the credits rolling fast just annoyed me. I was like, screw this. So I deleted that one too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, I, I like your uh, uh, perspective. perspective.
0: Yeah, that's a bummer because... Um, look i I think I'm not going to quite use the word unforgivable, but I totally get where you're coming from. The fact that there is no checkpointing or auto saving in that sort of uh prologue, which is essentially what it is all the way up until that boss um is, is a real it's a bummer it's a bummer because as we've demonstrated it's you know it's something that stops people really getting into the meat of the game. I think it's annoying because the more fun and fascinating discussions to be had around near automata happen the deeper <laughs> someone gets into that game and it's like it's writing well actually no i'm not going to say that it's quest design um and the the kind of the ramp up of the combat and um like some of the visual elements of the game they're the bits that are like a little bit rough around the edges, but it's the kind of the meat of the narrative and some of the character moments and some of the twists that. Or really, where the the heart of that game is, but you need to spend the time to get <laughs> yeah. there and I don't. I can't begrudge you, especially coming off the back of vamp, vamp, vampire, vampire. <laughs> The idea of games not respecting your time was probably a, 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 a hot <laughs> yeah, topic. Yeah, it's, it's limited
2: at, at the moment. My time is very limited right now, so I was just like, <laughs> "I'm tired. Screw this." But I was enjoying it, like the uh, the different perspectives. So it went, you know, as you run across up, you know, up the ladder, and then you get to like the the top rooftop, and then it takes you to the overhead view, and then you're you're like your 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 uh, shooting of your little mini gun, like the way in which you fire, and the you know your, the way in which you control it just changes completely depending on kind of the. The, I don't know, what was it? The isometrics of it all, you know, it, it, it adapts to um, to different parts of the gameplay and I was really enjoying it. So it was such a bummer that it just took me back to the start. I was just like, I was like I'm tired. I don't want to do this again. So I went back to The Witcher 3. Sturdy, solid <laughs> Witcher 3. few quests on that, getting into it. Yeah, I'm enjoying The Witcher 3. It's, it's a game that people rave about. How far are you in, in total now? Not far. A couple, couple of chapters. Okay. 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 Long way to go. Interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I always think about The Witcher because I went back to it last year during lockdown and um, didn't get the particularly far through it, but always wanted to. And then like bought it on Switch, and that didn't really work out because I didn't particularly like that port. But I still think about that game. Hmm. Still interesting. About that. Yeah. Especially in like a post Cyberpunk world, right? Like,
2: I, I, well, I'm thinking is
0: shocker. I've never played it.
2: Yeah, there so. we go. There we go. I'm, I'm thinking it's one of those games that I can dive into, do a side quest, or do a little bit of something. And then bail out, you know, it's like I can go back to it. It's a bit, yeah. uh, as we say, it's a bit of a comforter, you know, you can go back and play a little bit without having you kind know, of the stress of an online multiplayer game as a comforter, because that's the other side of things. Like Dota 2, you're used <laughs> to it, but my God, I've seen you play that, man, and it seems like it stresses you out. Likewise with Jamie with um, Call Big of Duty uh, and Apex. <laughs> we've, we've played a few games on that where uh, it's got a little, bit, a little bit heated. A
1: little um, bit heated, yeah.
2: Especially and so when I, Jamie's like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> Why did you, you shoot it like from the left?
0: Why didn't you say anything?
2: I, I like to win. We need like better. We need better and comms. Key...
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do need better comms. We always need better comms, and it's because whether I'm playing with either of you two, the third wheel is usually Steph half the time, and Steph is Mr. You find out he's dead fifty meters away from you, but. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. Even playing Bat for Blood with Steph, which is a co-op game where you're shooting zombies that die in one bullet, like you just get these. I'm, oh, I'm down. Oh, the the amount of time to step down
1: was ridiculous.
0: Now, I, I should clarify: I'm not like taking this opportunity with Steph's not here to defend himself to criticize him as the kind of the uh, no the, the area in which our communications fall down. But yeah, I
2: mean, last time me, you, and Steph played, mate, I was definitely the weakest link in Apex by a long way. So, um, I was the I'm down. We were we we were, we were we were all rusty. We
0: were all rusty. I haven't played it in a long Going time to Apex. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. It's that's been it, a yeah.
2: while. You gotta, you gotta.
1: Those those games are almost like designed that you are gonna suck unless you just sink hours into it, right?
2: Yeah, it needs to be your primary game, doesn't it, to get any good at it? Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, because also anyway, it's
1: like when you when you drop in, you. The only way you are gonna get good is if you drop into the hot zone. But if you drop into a hot zone, you are just gonna die, and then it's like. Mm. Oh, okay, I've got to go through this again. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's painful. It's painful. Uh, and that's something that you can only get better at with practice. And if you're just dipping in and out, you don't really have that amount of time for that practice.
2: Yeah. And even, even if you are playing it a lot, I mean, we've spoken about this before, Jamie, is the, the enjoyment curve, especially with first-person shooters and Battle Royale in particular. Mm. It's, um, it's not very really enjoyable at the beginning when you're rubbish then you start to get good and you start to improve quickly. And you're like, this is good, man. I'm against people who are, who are still not very particularly good, but I'm getting a lot better because I'm putting in the hours to this. And then you get to like the peak of that curve and then it gradually starts to descend and you're like, I'm not improving. I'm getting killed when I shouldn't be. And my enjoyment <laughs> started to, to decline. And I think that's how I feel yeah. about most like yes. online games. It's like you get to a certain stage where you're pretty good but you're not going to get any better, and then the enjoyment just gradually descends.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's especially complicated now when... You have different friends at different skill levels, and yeah. games have skill based matchmaking, and everyone has their own theory as to how they work and whose lobbies you're getting. And, and, and Chris
2: is Chris is always um, on PC, and maybe up against P- keyboard players. Yeah, that.
0: exactly. Oh, yeah. Now we've got crossplay, and now I'm sat there with a controller, like watching someone do a 180 spin in 0.002 of a <laughs> second, saying, "Well, I wasn't going to win <laughs> because of the because of." of the person i play with and that just seems like an unfair thing but at the same time like there's no fair way of doing that cross play yeah. cross play and these are unanswerable questions at least we're not um, on the switch <laughs> at least we're not on the switch there we go we can say that much we all have some sense about it but us. you could use Thank motion controls uh, <laughs> Let's um let's have a little session this week chris you, uh, you nasty nice. yeah right? it's, it's, <laughs> the motion okay, controls <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that that kind of sums.
0: Up I've got a feeling play. that if yeah. we nice. Okay. You know, in fact, Martin, I know you didn't mention Apex, but I've got a feeling if we did play Apex, um, and Chris was on a switch playing crossplay, <laughs> it would probably be it would probably end up feeling like we were caught in some kind of loop where uh, we died and everything reset every twelve minutes or so. Cool.
2: I feel a segue
0: coming. Maybe. On. Does that sound familiar? if it does it's probably because you might have heard of the hot new indie game um 12 minutes Funny that uh this is i mean that's that's i played it this week i played 12 minutes nice um it's out today as a time of recording. Yes. it's on pretty much everything but it's also on game pass if you've got that so you can pick it up essentially for free uh on pc or xbox that's how i played it um I forget the name of the guy who made it, but he's pretty much a one-man team, which is why the game has been around for so long. Or at least he kind of led from the front yeah. on the creative side of things. It's been around for years, and now it's finally out. And I guess for anyone that kind of missed it, any of the shows it's been out over the years, it's um, it's about a man who returns from work one day, arrives to his apartment where his wife greets him and says that it's a special occasion and she has made him their favorite dessert And they sit down and they are enjoying their dessert when there is an unwelcome knock at the door and uh, a man who is claiming to be a police officer uh, walks in when you open the door, proceeds to arrest you both. I should say, none of this is spoilers because um, this is all in the trailers and stuff like that. And funnily enough, all of this takes place in the first, you guessed it, 12 minutes. Um, uh, uh, Some things transpire, something happens to your character and you awake to essentially realize that you were caught in a 12-minute time loop that begins when you entered the apartment that night. Um, and Clever. Uh, yes, and the whole game is set in the apartment. It's like a top-down view. Um, and so like, from what I understand, you never even leave the apartment. And it's only like four rooms, so it's just kind of this really fascinating thing. For anyone that wonders how it plays, it's kind of like a point-and-click adventure. Um, where the animations have actually been compared to the animations in The Sims, and I find that to be like weirdly befitting. It's a lots of kind of like moving to a certain point and then kind of snapping into a place and doing an animation. It's a little bit janky. Sims um, Murder Mystery. Just, yeah, um, but it is fully point and click in terms of like click on the mug, he walks over, picks it up, go to your inventory, drag the mug over to the sink, and he fills the mug with water. Oh wow! Okay. And so on. It's and go to your inventory and now there's a mug full of water in your inventory and click and drag that onto the table. He puts onto the table. And so it is one of those, but obviously it's surrounding this idea of okay, who's this visitor? What does he want? Why does he want it? Um, who's keeping secrets and who's telling porcupines and how can you extract the truths using the, what at first appear to be very limited, um, you know, rooms and items at your disposal. Um, and uh, I, I don't have those answers yet because I've played for about two hours, which any mathematicians out there—about ten loops, mass or that's but it, it's intriguing so far. I've had some jank, um, and there are a few points where, like I've, as you can imagine, like I've butted up against the kind of the extremes of, say, the dialogue system, where there's might be a specific thing you want to communicate based on something you, as a player, have learnt but there might not be a way Mm. for the protagonist to properly articulate what you feel like you've learned. And so that information ends up feeling redundant. And there's a little bit of that classic uh, um, sort of point-and-click adventure-style issue where you maybe get slightly out of sync with your protagonist in terms of where they're at in the story and where you're at in the Mm -hmm. story. Um, And how do you align those two things? But if nothing else, it's intriguing. I've had a few sort of like reveals and I will also give a shout out to, there's a lot of kind of like, there's a lot of trial and error because as I said, you know, you've got this sort of like kitchen living room, you've got the bedroom, you've got the bathroom and that's basically yeah. it. Um. And so you're trying weird things with like the few household items you do find. Like, can I, I this isn't a spoiler. I'm just mm. going to say it up front because anyone's going to think it. One of the things I did on one of the loops was I, I just said, fuck it. I walked in, I picked the kitchen knife off the table and I just stabbed the wife <laughs> immediately. Of I just course killed her. you did. Cause I,
2: well, but,
0: but that's the kind of... It, it's this interesting thing where you're like, right, like, 12-minute loops are short, and this game is all about, like, acquiring information and, like, reusing that information to progress further the next time. And it's like, what if she says something on her deathbed that becomes information I can reuse later <laughs> on? So, Because uh, full transparency... I still haven't got to the point yet where at the beginning of the loop, I can convince the wife I'm in a time loop. I can't ah. do that yet. Ah, right, yeah. I can see the threads where I like, might be able to convince her if I find certain bits of information,
2: but I haven't got it yet. After the killing, what did you do for the next 11 and a half minutes? Mm. Um, so, no, so the ki- the killing
0: doesn't... the The, the, the time loop starts... At the moment you walk through the door on your way home from work, mm-hmm. and then there's probably I don't know the exact, but it's probably about like seven or eight minutes until the um, the uh, the uh, the man arrives, and then when oh, you get to twelve minutes, regardless of whether you die or not, the loop repeats. So again, I don't know if this is this isn't really a spoiler, but I have had one loop where neither me nor the well I, ha- I have had a loop that I didn't that didn't end from me dying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because at the time, the time I had just a ran
0: out. yeah, I had a loop where like I was still alive and was still sort of piecing some things together. Twelve minutes hit, and I went back to the beginning. Mm.
2: Let's see, um, I'm intrigued. It's
0: it's very intriguing. It's very. Yeah, I want, to, yeah. I want to pick, yeah. up. Want to pick that up.
2: Yeah,
0: I preloaded it, and just gotta find the time, fellas. Too many yeah. games, too Review- little time. Re- reviews were pretty positive. Yeah. Like, there were, I think Gamespot was a nine, IGN was an eight. Um, but there were also a few people who didn't like it quite so much. I think a lot of it depends on, A, whether or not you get stuck, and B, whether or not you like the ending. That's what I've picked up <laughs> so far. Um, so I guess we'll we we'll feed back on that in the coming weeks, yeah. or in your case, maybe months. months. Well,
2: and then, uh,
1: it's either months or it's like the next week, right? That's that's just how I operate. The, the, two, the
2: I heard, two extremes. I heard it's like
0: six hours long. Or I year. heard it's like six hours yeah, long. It yeah, could be
2: years, though. Could be years, couldn't it? I mean, how's, how's, Sekiro, how's Sekiro, Sekiro coming
1: could along? Be years. <laughs> I, I, I did say that I would go back to Sekiro now that I have a new monitor and I won't have any audio desync issues, but I will go back to Sekiro as soon as I finish Dark Souls. But i got to get back to Dark, Dark Souls. How's Dark Souls coming along? <laughs> it's, it's coming along great. Thank it's you. Coming, I, I it's coming. It's coming. Good, good. I, I beat what's widely regarded as the hardest boss, so.
2: Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You know,
1: just, but, yeah. but because I'm streaming it as I'm playing it and I'm not playing it when I'm not streaming it, it's kind of, yeah. Since I've started my job, I haven't really had much time to stream. I think I've only streamed once since, taken a hiatus since my birthday. Mm. Uh, but yeah, hoping to get back to it very soon. Thank you very much. Watch this space.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, the only other thing I'll quickly mention on the playing front was that a uh, Call of Duty Warzone live event took place today. It was called the Battle of Verdansk, and I won't bore people, or either of you two for that matter, too much with what actually happened, because essentially all it boiled down to was an armoured train goes around the train tracks, and it's a PvE mode where you uh, are in a lobby of 32 players, so eight teams of four, um, and you just shoot the shit out of this train until it all blows up, and it was actually kind of (laughs) fun. It Um, sounds it. But... It was. actually. It actually kind of was. Um, I'm not going to lie. And that's not. I think they've done bad events before. I think this was one of their better ones. Yeah. But really, what this was actually for was that this was the in war zone reveal of the much anticipated, long awaited Call of Duty Vanguard, mm. which we've known about for months now. But being late August is probably the latest in a cycle oh, yeah. we've ever actually officially got uh, information. Uh, on a Call of Duty title, we now know a little bit more about it. So for anyone that hadn't heard this stuff through leaks or rumors already, it is a World War II set shooter, primarily being developed by Sledgehammer Games. They did Call of Duty World War II and Call of Duty Advanced Warfare in the past. And it is coming out in November 5th, so um, any fears that they would like miss a year or be some weird <laughs> delay, uh, they no can ways, be immediately buddy, put uh, to bed. Bobby Kotick needs that money.
2: <laughs>
0: exactly. So um, there was a trailer um we all three have now watched that trailer so i'll get your thoughts in a bit um but just to kind of give a bit of a a premise or a backdrop to kind of what us three watched in that trailer for anyone that hasn't seen themselves as i said it's world war ii but it seems to be this kind of from what i have gathered thus far a split between taking inspiration from real people and real events um but with a bit of a what if element and I, from what I understand, the what-if element comes under the banner of Project Phoenix, which is a fictional operation created by the remaining members of the Nazi party to find a successor to Hitler. Little did they mm. know that he would actually be born 50 years later, and his name would be Alex Jones. <laughs> um, so essentially, uh, what do you do in retaliation? Look, No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> which well, we, Alex if, Jones? If, no, if you if, if, oh, Jonesy, if, I, I'm, what I've I'm got to say is if, Jones, if Jonesy is not invested in the the ideas and the principles that the Nazi Party you know, uh, um, uh, <laughs> held true to yeah. their hearts, but if he was Jonesy, would be a charismatic leader. He's yeah, a charismatic I'd, guy. I'd, yeah, I'd, for sure. I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, that's the. Uh, so if anything, I what I was really trying to compliment him, Jonesy, if you're listening, I hope you're not. In some <laughs> respects, now that I've said that, but really, what I was just, I was just, to, I was complimenting your leadership abilities and your charisma. You've got, you're kind of like Adolf in that you've got the eyes, like you just kind of fall, I fall under your gaze and I would do things that I wouldn't ordinarily do just by looking at you. And I think that was sort of Hitler's Uh. trump card as well in some respects. (laughs) Like you just get lost in his eyes Um, and uh, he charms you. Uh, What a charmer. Honestly, go watch the testimonies. Live from the
2: hay, he charmed me. Um, (laughs) That's what they said. So, In my defense, he did charm me. Yes, he, well, yeah. he, that's that's like what I that's said, what
0: defense Charismatic, is.
1: yeah. Wow. Yeah. I he,
0: like it. You know he he had the gift of the gab. That's what I've always said about Adolf. Um, so, <laughs> basically, long story short, Project Phoenix are up against it when it comes to replacing the big A H. Um, but it doesn't mean you're not going to try and stop them, and you'll do so in the form of a special forces group made up of four individuals from different allied powers. That was kind of the, the trailer, trying yeah. to give a snapshot of these kind of. Different fronts, the Eastern and Western fronts, Pacific and North Africa. Kind of a different soldier from each of them. It seems like each of those characters might be based on sort of a real-life person. Certainly, I know the female Russian sniper. I forget the name of the real-life inspiration, but there was actually some Russian sniper who killed like fucking 300 (laughs) people or something. And that's a very clear, you know, inspiration for that character. Um, There are some rumors as well that there might be co-op elements, given the sort of like the four-player tangent that the campaign seems to that be could going cool. for, but those are unconfirmed. And elsewhere, you know, there's 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 multiplayer coming, there's zombies coming. That's been developed by Treyarch again, the Black Ops people. And Warzone is going to get a new map. But really, what we're talking about is the. I feel like you know we've now got our first eyes on another attempt at cracking the World War Two nut. Um, Martin, if I if I start with you, mm-hmm. if you wouldn't mind thoughts on that trailer I where are you at with world war 2 games now cuz some people are hot on them some people are cold
2: i generally i'm i'm, I'm pretty hot on them i've always like i've always thought of call, call of duty being a, a world war 2 franchise historically you know i was massively into the original call of duties world uh, well, call of duty 1 and 2 on the pc and um and yeah i play i'm i know I mean, that it wasn't that long ago that i was playing even world at war i was still playing online well yeah. after that came out and really really so enjoyed good. that one so yeah, great, great game. And then World War II as well, played, played through that. So I, I don't mind it being World War II. I know there is a bit of fatigue, but quite honestly, what better scenarios are there to uh, to attack than, than World War II? Is it, you know, is is the perfect setting? You're going to go modern or you're going to go World War Two? Of course, Battlefield, Battlefield 1 was, you know, World War One, but it makes sense to do World War Two because there are so many different stories to be told in so many different fronts. What I don't like is them True. repeating the same scenarios so repeating stalingrad repeating d-day mm. repeating a lot of the the kind of um the the, the stuff around the west you know and, and the invasion of france and um operation market garden and these things have been done to death in a lot of games um they did it in um, uh, Frontline, Frontline, they? Market garden. front line front line didn't they market garden Medal, of, uh, Medal, Medal of, of Honor, yeah. <laughs> you did that But these things, uh,
0: yeah. I guess that's the other thing. It's easy to forget, right? Is that if you include Medal of Honor and Brothers in Arms in the mix, then World War it's II has been done. used to be the only thing people did, right? Yeah. exactly.
2: Yeah. So I would like to see some, uh, you know, some more unique storytelling in there, and some maybe some of the the battles that haven't been covered so much as opposed to it being largely the Western Front and then a little bit of Stalingrad. You know, so I'm happy with it. I just hope that it's uh, a slightly different take. But I enjoy the gunplay. I think that often the variety in weapons... I mean, you see the same weapons being brought up again and again, don't you? You've got your Lee Enfields, your, your Garin rifles yeah. and your KARs and stuff. They're the same weapons over uh, and over again. All, all you need is but the they, ping of an M1, baby. But they feel good, don't they? World War II guns in games. Yeah. They feel good. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's World War II again. People will, you know, go, oh, you know, another one. But I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that.
0: Chris? You okay with it?
1: I'm, I'm always okay with it, buddy. I'm a big World War II nut. Um, And, and, and like, it, it's weird because I didn't think that Call of Duty World War II was all that great, right? And, and and there was me kind of, like, crying out, like, oh, I wish they'd go back to World War II. They go back to World War II, and it's like, mm. they With World War II, they seem to be going a little bit too bombastic with everything, like, especially with that fucking train mission. Uh, But there were some cool things there, like the whole liberation of, I don't know if it was Paris, but the liberation of one of those French styles, probably Paris, where you've got to kind of like infiltrate as a spy and then lead the kind of the the liberation front towards the end of that mission. Just how it evolved and everything. There's definitely a highlight in in terms of the COD series as a whole as a mission for me. Um, As long as they Mm -hmm. do more of that and less of the kind of like bombastic train missions, then I'm totally on board. What I like about it is it does seem to be, whether it's just the trailer kind of just trying to say like, hey, these are a team from the Eastern Front, the Western Front, Pacific, and North Africa. But if there are missions based on that, then that that really makes me kind of think of, like Martin said, like World at War, where you were jumping around. Even like uh, Call of Duty 2, where you were like going between the two fronts with the following different characters. Um Yeah. It's going to sound really strange, and maybe it's a little bit reductive, but I would like to see them go a little bit more back to their roots of like the original Call of Duties, rather than say trying to keep that bombastic nature that Call of Duty has evolved into, and just kind of focus on the spectacle and the set pieces less than anything else.
0: Yeah, although there was a lot of spectacle in that trailer. There was, and, uh, and that's. I, it,
1: it, it, I I did enjoy the trailer. I did, like, I'm not going to lie, but mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that the bombastic, I, I mean you've got to have some bombastic stuff, I get it, right? But it's its more like the more interpersonal and slower moments of World War II are the missions that I remember the most. Obviously everybody remembers like storming Omaha Beach, fine. But like um, the mission in Stalingrad where it kind of does the whole enemy at the gates thing, I think that was on Call of Duty 2 where you're yes. kind of like you've got you don't have the gun, you've got the ammunition and the guy next to you has the gun and then he dies and you pick up his rifle and you become this like sniper. Like that whole storyline was so pitch perfect. It was great. There was another mission where you were in a tank and like these like tiger tiger tanks were coming after you and rubble everywhere. I think that was, I don't even remember which game that was, but that was like, and, and it was just like tank battles. It's fucking amazing. It was yeah. so good. So there's a lot of opportunity there and I I think there's there's plenty of scope for a
0: modern World War II shooter where it could just blow us all away. And hopefully this is it. I hope so, man. I hope so. be interesting to see if they can really capitalize on that next-gen tech as yeah. well to kind of push Call of Duty in a new direction. And also just to, going back to kind of like what they have outlined with the story, like you both mentioned whether it be – Stalingrad or D Day or whatever you both mentioned, sort of like real life World War Two events yeah. or battles or locations or like of, of interest that kind of stand out to you or that we've experienced in other games. Um, like Martin, for example, like to what extent does the possibility of a what if element, where sort of like some kind of like perhaps slightly fictionalized or alternate history versions of World War Two being explored, does that interest you, or is that one of those situations <laughs> where actually this war was deep and complex and interesting enough that I don't need the this white writers room at Activision you know coming up with their own interpretation of what world war 2 was.
2: Yeah, I mean it has to be made clear, doesn't it, of what what's what's real and what isn't I think in the, in the first place so that you know. Cuz let's be honest, when we look at Call of Duty we're thinking the kids are playing this and <laughs> from a, from, a, from a fair yeah. you yes. know, from a very res- uh, a responsibility to but be, to betray the I mean it's, it's a game, isn't it? You're not you're not going to be one bloke shooting 500 people. <laughs> uh you know in, in a five-hour campaign it's not it's just not going to happen um but uh yeah uh historical accuracy is important but at the same time you know you're you're whenever you're entering a call of duty game you're kind of treading a fine line there regardless so as, as long as it's yeah. made clear i think as long as it's made clear but the wife you just look at look on alternate history youtube channels and there's tons of people doing it and they're really really popular so i've no doubt that that kind of side of things have. Yeah, What would happen if this had happened will be incredibly popular.
1: But that, that also scares me at the same kind of token because does that then give them carte blanche to say, oh, you know, all, all of a sudden you get like a fucking Wolfenstein scenario, which is great in a Wolfenstein game. But like, do, do you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden there's like someone who's going to come up to be Hitler's number one and it's almost like he's going to twirl his moustache and he's going to wear a monocle and... It, it could go that just, way. I, I'm not saying it will, but...
0: Yeah, I know. As long, as long as between the next Wolfenstein game, presuming there is one, and, I mean, we're not going to get this in Vanguard, but I just I want the opportunity to at least kill Hitler in one of these games sometime <laughs> soon. Like again, one of the, A game needs to step up to the okey orc- and be like, you can kill Hitler in another yeah. Oh, you can? Even you know,
2: if it's whoa, 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 whoa. We've already killed Hitler. Do
0: you remember Sniper the game? Elite. Sniper, Sniper
2: elite? elite 2, wasn't it? Or 3? One, yeah. of the, one of those. I think
0: probably. I think they. I think they've squeezed them into. Yeah, we all of we, them. Did, yeah, we did. We it on. Was like... I, I'm sure it's
1: Sniper Elite three, uh, and we did it on. I
0: think it might have even been four as yeah, well. No, right, I think you're maybe right. right. Maybe. Yeah, me, you're right. Maybe all of them. Yeah, we did. A,
1: we did <laughs> a let's like, play on ATG, and it was like, some, we, it was our like thing a was, weird,
0: like separate. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Chris. Uh, we did it on ATG as a let's play, and the whole thing was we tasked Jonesy with uh, shooting Hitler's nuts off. Yes. Nice. It was fun, fun game. I think we succeeded. We did, yeah. Yeah, good times, simpler I mean, times. Jonesy would hide in a bush um, and throw a grenade in a sniper game, but, you know,
0: that's that's Jonesy. He's got his own interpretation of the word stealth, and that's fine, you know. <laughs> that's what the English language is all about, interpretation. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting one. I, I think what's cool is that, like, um, even though this new cycle is coming around a little bit late in the year compared to what we're used to, they're saying a lot of the right things, yeah. I think we're probably going to see some campaign gameplay sooner rather than later. Obviously, we got Gamescom this time next week at the time of recording, more or less, give or take a day or two. Yeah. Um, and they've already teased sort of like some snippets of multiplayer footage coming out soon. Obviously, zombies is for those who like it in safe hands uh, with Treyarch, yeah. and um, I think anti-cheat and a new map coming to Warzone is kind of the two things that are at the top of the list that Warzone players have been yeah, asking you see- for. So, will YouTube? I, I think that's probably,
1: for us outside of our bubble, that's probably the biggest headline.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's going to get some track. Well, I mean, you two have both uh, played more than your fair share of Warzone over the, well, technically over, over a year now, but I was going to say over the months. A new map, considering that Verdansk 4 wasn't really a new map, <laughs> um, and also the promise of... Vanguard integration, meaning that some of your favorite World War Two weapons will now be in Warzone. That going to get you back in? Yeah. Like, I know, yeah. I, Martin, I know you were still on and off with it till fairly recently, but
2: yeah, I mean, I'm always, I'm always happy to, to jump in. It's always, it's about who's, uh, who's on, who's playing, and you know if people are still enjoying it, that's the main thing. But definitely a new, a new map. If there was a map that was centered around World War Two, uh, you know. You know, World War Two in general. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, around that kind of theme, I that's that'd the be point. that'd be that'd be great. I would love that because, because look, to be frank, like if you look at previous games, there hasn't been anything like that. A lot of the time, it's been quite quite small, sandboxy levels, hasn't it? For multiplayer, Um yeah. Kind of yeah. Has there ever know, been something a bit World more expansive? Battle Royale.
0: Has a, there ever been B- a Battle Battlefield three or, or five? I guess. Yeah, true. Battlefield for, five for, for, yeah. Battle Royale, but. Like, Battlefield 5's map never screamed World War II. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it didn't really. It Wasn't you, it meant to be set in Greece or something? But
1: maybe. I don't think it was Although, I
0: guess, the the other thing with War, Warzone that you need to bear in mind, though, is that even if the map ends up being World War II inspired, which I believe might be the case, people will still be running around in, like, clown outfits with purple guns. Yeah, the yeah, it's different. Because they integrate everything together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's very
2: true. I mean, Battlefield Five. the one thing... Yeah. the one thing i really did like about that game i mean the single player was pretty crap in terms of it was trying to it was trying to tell stories it was like stories from the front or something it was called something really cliched but it was still like really um over the top and overly like sentimental but there was no background to any of the characters Mm. really so it just felt really hollow and not very good yeah but what i did like was the fact that they focused on fronts that you didn't necessarily see much of so they focused on a mission in norway which not yeah, that, many, uh, that was cool. games, not many games have done that. Was,
0: that. was that the one with skiing in it? Yeah. Like, you're, 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 the, you're a young girl yeah.
2: that's like skiing at the beginning of it. That's the one. And people were kicking off because it was like, there's no women yeah. in wars. Yeah. It was that one, wasn't it? <laughs> and then there was uh, some uh, French African soldiers as well, which was kind of interesting. Like it's a few different takes there, which was, right. which was nice. Uh, I'd really like to see that in a Call of Duty game, but just done well.
0: Well. We will find out whether or not they have managed to live up to that task in uh, just shy of three months as we kind not of bad. continue to roll into the business end of the year. Um, and another thing that people are looking forward to in the business end of the year, uh, the fool window, as some of our Americans might call it, amongst all the new releases and sequels and hot new titles, is actually an update to an existing game. Um, I'm, of course, talking about the infamous Cyberpunk 2077, which is get this, going to be celebrating its uh, one year anniversary, its birthday in an I don't know, like less than four months. It's mad, I don't know. I, yeah, um, but uh, before we got to, you know, we still don't know anything about sort of next gen patches or next gen versions or anything like that. That's what people are expecting before the end of the year. But in the meantime, patches have continued to come, and this week uh, we got news on the latest big patch. In fact, the biggest patch to date in their own words, which was patch 1.3, which is now out, as my understanding, on all platforms. Um, So for anyone that had lost count, this is the third major patch since the uh, launch last December. There were kind of hot fixes along the way, but this is the third one to get its own number without any smaller numbers (laughs) after it. And um, they did a little live stream to kind of go along with it, which I watched, and they made it pretty clear that um, the focus is still, in the meantime, uh, on bug fixes, anyone that goes to want to take a look at the patch notes and in their full exhaustive nature will see that they're still dealing with a lot of really kind of minute stuff and quest fixes and things that probably only affected a small handful of people, at maybe not a small handful, but a small percentage of people, but clearly still important yeah. issues. Um, I think the interesting thing about this patch, though, is that they're starting to get to the point where they can factor additional content into the game and start to maybe work on more quality of life improvements and things like that. Uh, In fact, Patrick Mills, a senior quest designer, said, quote, streaming and memory management have reached the point where they can, quote, start trying to deliver those things, referring to kind of bigger, more substantial changes that people in the community and on Reddit and Twitter and so so forth have been asking for. We got um, (laughs) some hints at what kind of stuff that might uh, look like. Uh, So, for example, one long-awaited change that was apparently very complicated to do because of the way the game was structured and built was a fix for the minimap, which uh, was apparently far too zoomed in when you were driving, especially at high speeds, causing people to miss their turns. All the time. All all the time. Yeah they they so they explained that one in some depth and I'm going to butcher it if I try and explain it but it was this weird thing where like what was sh- the minimap wasn't some separate entity like what was being shown on the minimap was actually one to one with what was being loaded into the world and to show more of the minimap they had to load in more of the world and of course they're already having memory streaming and performance issues so it's this whole but these are the things they're giving this off the off the this impression when you listen to it from the horse's mouth when you listen to these guys talk about their game that they're almost having to unravel ways in which the game was made to then go back and fix issues and add new things and speaking of new additions we've had the first batch of three pieces of small dlcs as they call them although they do amount to very minor sort of essentially cosmetic additions uh there are now two new jackets one new vehicle and a new look, a new outfit for the character Johnny Silverhand waiting for you in patch one point three. That's yeah. all so, you know wrapped up as part some of like. the that.
1: You, well, it's it's DLC yeah, exactly. like how the Witcher 3 had DLC, which was just like a beard for Geralt. So Yeah.
0: And that that's that's a very CD project red thing, I feel like, to be like DLCs are these small things that we give you for free, expansions are the big yeah. things that cost mm-hmm. money. And for anyone, again, that didn't watch the stream, they did mention the expansion. Uh, There was a senior quest designer and a senior level designer, both on the stream, and they both said that they were actively working on the first expansion for Cyberpunk. So, you know, for anyone that was wondering, you know, what the future was, it's still not crystal clear, but what is clear to me, for however you received the patch and whatever you wanted the game to be uh, at this point in development, or this post-release, I should say, um they're working on it fixes are still being made the patch notes are still exhaustive uh the dlcs are minor but they're starting to roll in and i hope i am not going to have egg on my face when i say that i kind of take them at face value when they talk about things like um um memory management or streaming memory and stuff like that uh in terms of like things that inhibited their ability to make the kind of changes that people really wanted to see early on. Um, but needless to say, it's going to be a very big four months for them yeah. when it comes to the next big numbered patch, the remaining DLCs, and those next-gen yeah. ports. Chris, I mean, you are a, a lapsed, shall we say, Cyberpunk <laughs> 2077 player. I'd I been in it um, on then. Cause, because fundamentally, I always got the impression that you were into the fundamentals of what you saw in terms of, you know, premise and sort of like narrative and some elements like that but obviously um didn't have a perfect playing experience and it, it didn't keep us hooked yeah in. I, I think
1: more true for this game than a lot of other titles but the game just can't help but get in its own way mm. I, I haven't tried the new patch yet uh i don't believe that it would alleviate that issue that i am finding with it where it's almost this like ju- juxtaposition of like really cool story, really cool kind of like it's almost what Martin was saying about Vampire, you know, where it's like that the tone and the feeling of that game is so fucking quality. and that's, that's what cyberpunk is, but it is it's glitchy for a lot of people. Like I said, I didn't really encounter a lot of glitches. There are some bad designs in there, like the driving. and sure, the minimap is just one small section of it, but the driving is just fucked. The cops are fucked, you know, like the, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a game that I would really like to see succeed and I'd really like to see mm. them turn around. Uh, will I go back into it? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, to be honest, I, would, I was been planning to get back into it prior to this patch anyway, so this is just kind of cherry on top for me. I, I guess the question yeah. I have for you, Jamie, is, is this the time that you jump in?
0: Um, I know I was kind of like waiting for a long time to see what this patch and what the first batch of DLCs would look like. If I'm being totally transparent, I was hoping for a little bit more. I was hoping for this to be the one where I was like, okay, it's an absolute no brainer now. Um, what I'm worried is that if I keep on playing this game of just one more patch, just one more patch, then I'll end up never playing it. (laughs) So my current feeling is that this 1.3 will be the patch that I start playing this game on. Yes. In all likelihood. The issue is that at the moment there's just I, I I I'm playing sort of one too many games as it yeah. is because interesting things like twelve minutes keep coming and you got to play psychonauts and also and I've got to play psychonauts <laughs> and then immediately afterwards psychonauts too otherwise I fail at homework and friendship <laughs> both of which would be rough things to fail at <laughs> um, but but also like you know j- just very busy otherwise at the moment as well not to make excuses but so just. It's it's a difficult one, but it's it's. I hope. I don't know, man. Like, have you guys either you looked at like the re- the release calendar, like for the rest of this year? I've, I've kind of. I don't know. I've kind in of de- stayed away from it for whatever reason.
2: You mean just in general, the general release calendar? like
0: for, for yeah for games like in, in general. I,
2: the issue is that there's so many games falling off to twenty twenty two, I've lost a little bit of hope about anything that's on there actually coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you can get skeptical very quickly in a, year, in a year like this so yeah i had a look at the beginning <laughs> look at the beginning but, of the year but you know, know we saw that Hor- of course god of war fell off like fair enough it was, no one yeah, expected yeah. it to come out horizon was a bit of a shame i think a lot of people were, were actually really quite hopeful that, that would come out in, in the in the fall in the holiday season this year so
0: yeah that's why jonesy's not yeah he's actually going for therapy to try and cope with it so yeah the amount of the excuses we made up for jonesy this week is actually got to be a new record <laughs> but the, 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 what i was going to say was that like i keep thinking to myself keep kidding myself like okay i've got a couple more games to complete like maybe september is like a solid month for gaming and i looked at september on the basis of kind of what you were saying martin like presuming loads of stuff had just been delayed and there's a period in september where and i've got it up in front of me now and don't get me wrong not all of these are games i'm gonna buy or play but like they're all games that i feel like are worth mentioning. Um, the Artful Escape, Life is Strange, True Colors, Lost in Random, NBA 2K22, T- Tales of Arise, Warrior where Get It Together, Deathloop, Um, Bridge Spirits, Diablo 2 Resurrected, Sable, Death Surrounding Director's Cut, Lost Judgment, um, the Outer Worlds, oh, sorry, excuse me, Outer Wilds expansion, and I guess you could throw in their New World, that MMORPG, if you had your eyes on that. Like, that, that's a half-decent list it's of games. It's a pretty stacked month. They all come out... They all come out within like two to three weeks of each other. Every game I just said there. Yeah. And that's September. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. And don't get yeah. me wrong, like September's kind of stacked because November, for example, is rubbish. November's kind of But then like yeah. immediately you roll into October and it's like FIFA, Monkey Ball, Far Cry, Far Cry, Metroid, Back for Blood, Battlefield, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Empires, Riders of Republic, like Call of Duty, Forza, GTA, Pokemon dying light there's
2: still a lot going on there is
0: there a lot. yeah like the next three months there are some huge 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 games and i'm just like i really want to play cyberpunk but that's a big game to start playing it is in and amongst new releases yeah Yeah. it's It's a big ask
2: like especially martin i it might so especially there's a potential to be issues there too you're like do I really want to go into this and then right. find that down the line, twenty hours down the line, there could be an issue, a game-breaking bug?
0: Right, and like also, it's a game that kind of gets better the longer you don't play it. <laughs> so it's, I'm still
2: uh, waiting on No Man's Sky, man. I, th- still waiting. Still not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Just five years
0: hang later. On, so I, uh, from what I gather, based on that, that you're, you're, I mean, maybe this actually makes sense considering you're playing The Witcher at the moment. But your cyberpunk time frame for you, personally twenty twenty eight, you're kind of looking at like a twenty twenty eight. Yeah. When both expansions are out, it's been patched fifty two times, and yeah. Uh, yeah, you're ready to rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you'll be gonna, buying you're, the anniversary edition.
2: Exactly. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> your yeah, <taking> anniversary <laughs> edition. <laughs> yeah, actually, you actually will. Uh. <laughs>
0: Quality. Do you, is, is this? I mean, this is uh, not to kind of put words in your mouth, but this strikes me as the kind of like the poster boy for the reason that you play games the way you play them. In some respects, oh,
2: oh definitely. There are there are very few games where I'm like I have to play this straight away. Like there, yeah, there, there are a few franchises like stuff by Naughty Dog. I'm often like I'll be I'll, I'll, I'll jump on that. I jump on that. so the Last of Us series, anything uh, anything Uncharted that comes out going forwards, so I'll be very much in on. I mean, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, there are there are a few franchises like, of course, the like big franchise franchises like um, GTA when the next GTA comes out or anything by by Rockstar beyond that, and then um, and then other bits and pieces. Like I really like Annapurna games. I know Chris, you've joked about them before, but like as experiences, <laughs> I think there's some of the, some of the best little games out cool. there you can play. I love twelve, I love, I love, I love 12 minutes GTA. is
1: Annapurna, right?
2: Is it? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I believe it is. I yeah. will be playing it. Um and <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, you did say you would pick it up. So Yeah,
2: yeah. It sounds like and my, my kind of thing. So yeah, there are certain studios and yeah. certain franchises that I'm definitely up for when they come out. But a lot of things I'm like, yeah, I'll see how people react to it. And People react to games in all sorts of ways when they first come out, and then cool, or either or grow into them. Or, as we saw with No Man's Sky, like people absolutely fucking hated it, and then like two years later, (laughs) people—some people—are saying it's like one of their favorite games. So, sometimes it's best just to let things settle and see how it goes. If you can avoid spoilers,
1: that is. You, you are you are the smartest gamer of us all,
2: Martin. Well, not pre-ordering anything ever.
1: (laughs) That's well, that's the way. Well, yeah, but I mean, the way you do it it, is—it's super smart. Super, super smart.
2: Yeah. Maximum satisfaction, zero disappointment. Well, kind of, but then the conversation is part of the fun of it, right? I know that being able to talk about yeah. stuff when yeah. it's coming out and being hyped for getting it on release and then being able to see other people's reviews, and that's a big part of it too. Hey, Martin,
1: I mean, last week, fucking Jamie and Jonesy were jizzing all over each other's faces talking about um, the, the ending <laughs> of uh, Disco Elysium. So, and
2: that's like... yeah. That's,
1: it's not a not a new that's game. It's a few, you know, a few so years old. The yeah, conversations yeah. can still happen if you if you if you're if your mates I mean, are kind of in on it. Truly. Yeah, I mean
2: that's on my list too. That game has been for a while.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to come out on yeah. Switch, and then I'll pick it up.
0: Nice. That is apparently going to happen at yeah. some point. And that one's not mentally long. That's like twenty hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel um, it's a good train game for me. It's, oh yeah, especially because uh, there's there's very. Very rarely, there is there any urgency in yeah. that game. Like you can put that game down at like almost any yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, I believe with that news story wrapped up, that just about does it for this podcast. So. Um, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's made it this far and everyone who's been watching or listening but I also want to say a huge thank you to you Martin for joining us oh, it's been uh, for getting involved for giving up absolute pleasure so much of your evening
1: yeah and, and no, it's into been, in the um, early mornings uh, early hours of the
0: morning so
2: it is we're into the, time, the next Martin. day <laughs> <laughs> no trouble no yes, trouble at all guys
1: it is,
0: it is now Friday is um, I mean I, I, I could do it for you but I thought maybe the polite thing to do would just be to open up the platform to you and just say anything you want to shout out anywhere you want to push people anything you want the folks at home to check out that you've been working on (laughs) lately yourself or even as the just interesting crew or whatever the case may be
2: well i want to take the opportunity to thank my mum and dad and (laughs) um yeah yeah, so if you want to follow me on twitter i am at Martinteresting. interesting yeah yeah get it i love it i love it. it And if you want to have a look at, um, yeah, the Just Interesting YouTube, it's just type in Just Interesting on YouTube. And if you want to follow the Just Interesting on Twitter, then it's at Just Interesting YT. So, yeah, that's it. That's it, really. But, yeah, give, give us a follow, have a chat, hang out. Oh, yeah, I'm, highly uh, recommended. Highly highly yes. recommended. Yeah, thank, you, thank you. Highly recommended. Definitely. And, um, yeah. I'd... Everywhere that... Um... You can usually find me in the in the Twitch uh, comments for some of these guys too. So check out Chris's uh, hot panic on Twitch, and, and I'll be there as well. So yeah, but thank oh, yeah. you so much. For, right. Thank you so much. And yes, and the reciprocation is there too. Please do come back onto uh, Just Interesting. Please, Hey, You
1: let us know that you let us know when, and we'll do it. But awesome. uh, Martin, yeah. it's pro- probably, I, I think you'll agree, Jamie, it's probably the best thing to let Martin choose the code word. For-, for oh TV. shit, Ooh. yeah, code
0: word. It's it putting him on the spot a little bit, but at the same
2: that's, time, that's where
1: you get probably... the best or the worst ideas. So, either way, we we win. <laughs> I mean,
2: um, true, what would be disgusted? I'm a-
0: actually, can I, can I say a few things? I think, um, I'm gonna veto perhaps any mention of uh ducks, um, <laughs> and any mention of any uh dictators who may or may not have been active between the years 1939 and 1945 uh, just because I'm f- slightly getting slightly cold feet about the territory
2: <laughs> okay um, what about the uh... that's the joy of podcasting
0: <laughs> is they're lo- they're long they're long enough that you can regret jokes that Ooh, you made on the exact I, same I, thing I you did i do have one but it's pa- 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 oh,
2: oh. Pa- paraplegic paraplegic psychic yeah i think that. and might good luck like yeah. spelling it what was it paraplegic 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 clairvoyant or clairvoyant (laughs) clairvoyant yeah two nice words there for you to spell yeah 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 that would do that would do paraplegic clairvoyant yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, if anyone knows how to do a like a strike through on their text in YouTube, see <laughs> if you can do the tagline that Martin came what up for that film body in the comments.
2: Mind, body, yeah. soul. <laughs> body crossed out.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you can do strike throughs on <laughs> oh. on YouTube, but if you find a way, then that would be a pretty special comment. I'll give it a heart if I remember. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that let's uh, let's put a bow on this thing so once again thank you martin and thank you as well chris uh, for giving up your evening as thank always, you for hosting so bright and energetic and bubbly as always and uh, my pleasure of course and thank to you um the viewer or listener at home whether you're watching along on youtube whether you're listening on a podcasting platform of your choice maybe even listening in on paisley radio live on Thursdays and, and Mondays. Ooh. I don't know. It can happen. Let us know if you are. You can let us know on Twitter. You can reach out at Super Show. You can let, leave a comment in the comment down below if you're on YouTube. And you can support us and Just Interesting on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Super Show. Patreon.com forward slash Just Interesting. Support up-and-coming creators <laughs> who have full-time jobs and do these things so late in the evening that it's literally the next day by the time they finish. Oh, and with that... We say thank you and good night, and hopefully, we'll see you on the next one. See ya.
2: Bye.